It's Ben Quam, one half of, I guess, hopefully your favorite podcast, Libations for Everyone. I just want to let you guys know that today's episode is sponsored by Balanced Naturals. Elevate your everyday with their award-winning CBD and THC-infused beverages and wellness. Balanced is a women-owned, vertically integrated cannabis company based in Northeast Minneapolis. And each product is expertly crafted, cruelty-free, and made with certified organic hemp and natural ingredients. Our listeners get 20% off with the code LIBATIONS20. That's L-I-B-A-T-I-O-N-S, the number two, the number zero. Shop now at Balanced Naturals. That's B-L-N-C-D naturals.com. And now, here's the show. And this is music you tighten up to. There we go. I do like that sound. It's a great song. I'm Archie Bell, and I'm also the Drells. All right. There we go. This is great. What do you think of that cocktail, boys? This cocktail's uh, fucking amazing. I've been kind of taking my time to get into it. Get into it. We're mm. putting the libations back in libations for everyone. Mm. Beast Pleasy, what are we drinking? Uh, we're drinking tequila old fashioned. Um, old fashioned, I'm going to do air quotes because it's, it's really like it's an old fashioned only mostly because it's a very spirit forward cocktail served like an old fashioned. Um, but it is Reposado tequila, mezcal. Uh, there's a little bit of fancy simple syrup, like a gourmet syrup in there, mm-hmm. um, and then some orange ango bitters, and actually there's Aperol in it too, a little bit of Aperol. And then garnish, instead of like an orange, express orange, we do uh, grapefruit peel. Yeah. This is- uh, citrus forwards. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's, really, it's really cool. It's fun to drink. It's one of our more popular cocktails. Uh, uh, Tony Hogan. His recipe. The man. Hey, shout, shout out to Tony Hook. Shout out to the, the homie Tony. I got to give him credit where credit's due. This is his Friend recipe. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod, for sure. Yeah, he's awesome. And um, yeah, this is, uh, this is a cocktail that, that he came up with, and it's rad, and super proud of it. So I brought an entire batch bottle for us to drink. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's open. It's going bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Charles, what's new in your world, man? How was, how was your weekend? Man, yeah, we did uh, our Valentine stuff. Over the weekend. So we had a great weekend. Dined at Demi. They did a Valentine's Denny's? menu. Denny's? It was Denny's, yeah. But Denny's Valentine's menu is, uh, <laughs> I think, Moons of Miami still qualifies. They just <laughs> cut off a bunch of it to make it into a heart shape. Same price, by the way. Just like a pizza. Pay the same, get less pizza because it's shaped like a heart. <laughs> they should do a pop-up of that, of like super fine dining takes on Denny's food and just call it Demi's. Demi's? Demi's. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> the, no, I'd be there. The Grand Slam is all like caviar and foie and right? just crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, in case it gets back from the Bocuse DR and he's like, you know what I should do? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing fights off the hangover like a Grand Slam from Demi's. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. I would love to see some chef up eggs, some delicious takes on cured ham. Had all that too. So, is that like kind of uh, your move? Do you go out? Not on Valentine's Day, like the whole not going to go out drinking on Patty's Day, or did it just work that way because it was the weekend? I think we just picked the closest weekend. Right on. You know, um, Marnie being a school teacher and all. Oh, sure, yeah. We did a staycation, so we got a hotel at the Hewing, with the Demi, then went to Mara for brunch, walked around downtown. We oh, man, you were just a tourist in your own city. Did you go to the rooftop it's pool? It's fun to do. And how we much did you love we recreational wetness? No. Well, it's a, it's a hot tub. That's I my station. I would have considered it. If we had planned it's a better. a pool-sized hot tub. 
It's a where, hot tub. Where's this yeah, at? It's a hot tub. Hewing? Rooftop. The rooftop at Hewing. Oh, dope. Haven't yeah. done that. I've uh, been to the one at Crosby and Stillwater. They have a cool rooftop hot tub, but. It's pretty spectacular. Nice. Is it red? When you, yeah. It, I, I don't, I don't, I understand why people love to do it in the summer. I have no interest in, in right. that. But on like a balmy winter day, yeah, sitting dude. in 100 degree water with like right around freezing temperatures, mm-hmm. and then you have all the lights of the city around it, that's pretty magical. Yeah, we'd consider that if we arrived early enough, we would do that, but we have to drop the dog off and everything. So we didn't have time to do it. I actually don't mind in, on my like scale of water shit that I do and don't care for. Probably the thing that I am least averse to is uh, like a hot tub. Or Are you not like, you're not a pool guy? You know, like I want to go uh, swimming for recreation. No, no? It's not for I get that. Yeah, it's just not for me. I mean, it, it's, I know that's elusive to a lot of people, especially like Americans just cannot fathom that someone doesn't want to go splash around in the water. I just don't care for it. I'd rather be sitting on the boat, drinking, casting a line, sure. smoking a cigar. Um, I can swim. I just mm-hmm. don't care for it. Uh, but hot tubs are cool. I just, the, th- the thing about the hot tub up there is I was like, uh, I'm going to agree to go up there and there's going to be like 13 drunk strangers. Mm. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, there. <laughs> there's I, that. I do have to admit, it's also like when you have like a group focused activity where you're kind of taking it over, it is, it is easier to jump in on something like that because we, mm-hmm. we were the crew that took it over and sure. nobody was intoxicated when we started, but we were, we were having beverages. And it's open until midnight. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Hope. So the fact that it's open late, I thought maybe we got back from dinner early enough. We could head up there, but it's Demi. So did dinner. We, it was at eight fifteen until about eleven fifteen. Holy! So by the how time many we courses? Back, how many like courses is that? Uh, probably like nine. Probably like nine. Do you like a whole pairing type of sitch? We didn't do pairings for the first time uh, ever. We just ordered a la carte because we were drinking uh, just before we'd arrived. So we Does Scoozy like, run the bar program there still? No, I haven't seen him there in a long oh. time, so I don't think so. I don't, he's he's oh. vanished. Is he? Yeah, I've been right. trying to track him down. So interesting. To those of you out there who know the wonderful Nicholas Pascuzzi, yeah. please let us know if you know where he is. Welfare check oh, on Scoozy. Um, I have. I've never been to Demi. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, but I'm also incredible. wearing sweatpants at Club Caraway, and I'm not as cool as for sure. But you've had, man, you've been to uh, Momofuku Co with me, so I know. I've you been to some. Good meal. I've been to some cool places. You've done some. I shit. think that the meal itself is comparable to that because it's also a kitchen stadium. Like yeah. you're sitting at the counter. Yeah. Uh, Coho's got obviously like a bigger footprint. Mm-hmm. The size of that bar we were sitting at is like really big, but it's the same thing where you see them grilling the meats right on. Yeah. The, you know they're not doing the crazy shit that they did with that duck when we were there. When we could see like every step of the process, That's so like, wild. Just give it to yeah, me. I know. Like, yeah, we yeah. get it. It's good. Right. I want it. Like, okay, I want it now. Me. Yeah, no, I, I am remiss by not going to to check check that out. It seems that's pretty. Quam, you been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, uh, actually, going back. We uh, we're gonna try and pull some Valentine's Day esque magic off, but uh, my beautiful wife has been pretty ill. She has the the cold that's going around mm-hmm. that is wiping everybody out, uh, dude. Like. Everybody's getting that, and it's like, it, it's weird. And I, I get so nervous, like when I get like, I feel like I get stopped up like at night. I don't know why. I, yeah. Why do you get sick at night? I don't know. Yeah. But like, then I'm like, ah, oh, cool. And I, so I've been like taking tests, you know, yeah. constantly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we went through all the tests that we had left in our house, yeah. and then went out and bought more because I want to make sure that if it does turn into something, like we're ahead of it. Yeah. But uh, we, my my mother is also out of town, and she has a puppy. So it worked out great that I've just been staying at my mom's house taking care of the puppy and Jenny's been staying at, at home oh, sure. taking care of the dog. So we have we actually still have a gift certificate to Demi and I think we're just going to try and do that like later on. So that'll be like a belated Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. We don't 
She is just getting her that, ability yeah. to smell and taste back. So I am going to be making uh, fried chicken thigh sandwiches. Hell yeah! For Valentine's Day. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Demi is probably something you want your smell and taste back. Yeah, I can see how this would be good. True. <laughs> you know, like True. we don't do. Um, we used to. We would go out on Valentine's Day, but we don't really do that anymore. Tomorrow, yeah. uh, we're recording this, so tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and uh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Right Tomorrow, and so we're going to play bingo at Ray J's. Carrie Fuck got, yeah. dude, Carrie got me hooked on that. I like begrudgingly the first time. She's like, "Come play bingo yeah. with me," yeah. and I'm like, "Ah!" And I went, and yeah. it's fun. And I won yeah. last time. Not nice. the cover all. I'm do gonna you, win that tomorrow. Do you have your own dauber? No, no, no. Oh, no. you gotta get your own dauber. I know. I, I know they they do, they provide daubers for for <laughs> noobs like me. That's what it's called. It's a yeah bingo dauber. Mm-hmm. You dauber? dob your okay. dob like yeah you dob your spots. Okay. That is, okay. Like that is kind I, of. I do like the more that you said it. Like somehow that was gonna click, but yeah, that's also like, not oh, a verb yeah. that you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an obscure. Um, but it it's it's great because it's it's cheap. Uh, non sponsored Ray J's plug, but like it's like eleven yeah. bucks for all the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go real fast, and that's what I like. This isn't. This is some. This is a pro level. This isn't some amateur VFW shit here. Got to be ready to. You die. got homegirl up there is just banging them out. So all these games, she's like, "All right, next one, postage stamp." Doesn't even really take the time to explain it. So my ass, all right, postage stamp, let's go, boom. You know, starts calling them all off. All right, nope, winners, great. Let's verify. Hold your cards. Good bingo. Good bingo. Next up, four corners, and so like, in and out, hour and a half. Coveralls progressive, so I'm gonna win 500 bucks tomorrow. You guys get it? Yeah. Wow. Um, it's cool. It's only 11 bucks for pull tabs. No, pull tabs are like 200. Also, yeah. shout out to uh, shout out to the Jacob brothers. Hell yeah, Mark and Paul. Yeah, you gotta, you should have them on the show. Yeah. Have you had uh, them on the show? Mark Mark has been invited twice, and uh, he is in the how camp. Wouldn't, how wouldn't I know about this? <laughs> that You're Mark- literally related to him. Well, no, but we grew up together. Yeah, Mark's been invited onto this show. Huh? Oh, oh, so okay. you're just like cousins, like cool cousin. Like, I did. That's Mark, my cousin. I didn't invite your ass. <laughs> I, I threw well, Mark. Mark, Mark I, sucks. I threw you Mark's Paul. 21st. Can, we, can we agree that Mark is the lesser of the two? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no, I will fight for Mark. Uh, Nothing against Paul. It's a Paul. joke. Though, Mark yeah. was I the one who was my little buddy, but yeah. his brother was also there. But yeah, we're we had on G. Have G on the show too. Huh? G's great too. Cousin G? Yeah. G, no, I'm just kidding. I love you. I love you. Like this, we'll edit that. Fuck that guy. Let's just have a Lebanese party down here. The the entire Jacob family, amazing people. I have nothing bad to say about them. Poor Mark. Smoke cigarettes. Yeah, chain smoke cigarettes and do the drunk uncle dance, which is getting one foot up. Mm-hmm. You got to get one foot up and put a cigarette in your mouth. I'm going to do it. Unfortunately, no one can see it. Yes. I want to oh see God. it. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen Charles do a dance for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I, I've seen that. At, at, but the cigarette has to be on your lip like, with the cherry lip. As That's I was, uncle dance. I threw, I threw Mark his 21st birthday. And oh I, was, I was a guest at G's 21st birthday. Oh. And, uh, at G's birthday, they had belly dancers, of and there were a number of uncles yeah. that had foot on chair. Yep. I went to Paul's wedding, so I can vouch for this. Yeah. Um, I went to Paul's wedding. <laughs> it was the hottest day in the history of the world, and okay. it's a, like a traditional Lebanese ceremony. It's really Lebanese. Oh, man. The hottest day. Yeah. But it, but but I'm just saying the ceremony was long as shit, yeah. and you know, I can count. Oh, was in it my, Maronite? Was yeah. it like, yeah, Maronite and, and, Catholic? Uh-huh, mm-hmm. and I can count on, you know, like literally one hand, like, you can vouch for this how many times I've worn like a suit and a tie. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, this is where I die. 
in this church. Yeah. And it was, it so was a beautiful English ceremony. And Arabic and then you're like, oh. And they exchange crowns. And they're like, There's, okay, uh, yep. now we're going to do mm-hmm. everything all over again in Aramaic. Yeah. Dude, we, oh, I what mean, a party. That was Charles, fun. your ceremony was like 15 minutes tops and we almost yeah. lost my wife. She almost died. Yeah, we almost she lost my wife. She was sitting in direct sun, and and my <laughs> wife she faints if she gets too hot, and she started going Same. down. Like we almost had to get up in the middle oh, of the no. ceremony and get her out. That was a nice day, but it was full sun. And yeah, we, yeah and we ended up uh, we had to we had to go into Lake Monster Brewing, and there was a an air conditioning vent right in front of the door, and we had to literally just. It basically, like, forced my wife to stand directly under the AC it's, vent. It's like when your iPhone overheats and that, that, that yep. came up on your wife, that icon. Yeah. You're like, oh, yep. we got to cool her down before we can use her again. And then I loved, like, the people behind the bar were giving me flack for asking for water. And I'm like, I'm what? ordering three beers. My wife is having heat stroke. Can I just yeah. get a water for it her? A, it was a sunny day in July. Of course like, you're well, ask for we just need to make sure everybody in here is a paying customer. I'm like, I'll buy wow, two beers. That's so no aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Did they give you the key to the bathroom and it was like on a huge like broom <laughs> handle, like, like the gas station? And it, like, it had a luck. full old yeah. Metrodome home plate that was somehow attached a to it. A garbage can lid, yeah. so it clanked yeah. as you took it. Yeah. It's actually connected to a leash with a raccoon on it. Yes. Like, yeah. How does this work? The, 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 the bottle of water has that on it. Like, all right, you can give this to your wife because yeah. she needs water. Oh, man. And she's just like ghost white yeah. and standing, like wobbling back and forth. All right, I guess I'll do a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, so there's a guy in here in a suit and his wife is in a dress. I don't know if they have any money. Yeah, yeah I think they might just be hanging out here trying to hit people up the yeah, chains. Exactly. Which, don't get me wrong, I did ask for a, a few people just for a buck, but that's more just like how I roll. Yeah, that's normal. That's par for the course. Hey, man, you yeah. got a dollar? Yeah, yeah you got a dollar? It's hey. always good to check. Yeah, just making sure. Yeah. I do also want to uh, weigh out that scale with the fact that they knew I was getting married and brought over a case of crawlers and just were like, congratulations. Oh, that, that was, was pretty cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Great people. And again, <laughs> I'm, like, like it was, that was like a person. I'm not, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not exactly. It's cool them to, they have to do that. I, was I like, just what? really did love that. Like there was pushback on that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. please, you guys, it's yeah. literally like 95 degrees outside. Can I just get somebody a water? Like I'll, I, I will drink all the beers in front of you. If that makes you feel better, please. My wife. She's very sick. My wife. My wife. She's and we're sick. back. There it is. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, maybe that's why is because I started with, I was like, so <laughs> we've been sitting outside in the sun and my wife, my wife. she is yeah. number three in country with yeah. heat stroke. <laughs> she is number, number one heat stroke victim. <laughs> classic. Oh, uh, comedy classic. gold. Hey, uh, have we, the Jacobs on. We've, I mean, we've had three humans talking and I feel like mm. we need to introduce who the third voice is before we get any deeper into this. My name is Charles Wadd. Um, Thank you very much. Oh, oh, yes. oh. And it's, it's, it's not a ward. It's, it's not Charles Award. It's Charles Awad. It's Charles Awad. I feel like actually. I've maybe been saying that wrong. It's Awad. No one says it the right way. Awad. Awad. I'm on a wed tour. You're saying Pan or Pam? Charles, my man. Pam. Also, I get why your episodes are so long now because I got sucked up into that and we're just now doing the introduction. So I was like, why is this episode so long? Because it it, it flows naturally. It flows naturally. Listen, Bert. It flows naturally. No, but like, I, I, yeah, it makes sense. I'm here. I can vouch for it. So Bert Sprinter. Um, <laughs> Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my name is Brett. And thanks for having me. Uh, I was on the show back. Um, with uh, my homie Joshua, Joshua Clark. Yeah, yeah. We, we were on before, um, and you guys were kind enough to have me back, and I really well, appreciate it. Technically, you were previously on twice. Yeah. That's right. We, we have, have the lost We only tapes. have digital proof. The technically, tapes. the first 
three-time guest because yep. of the last the episode. Epic last <laughs> oh episode. man, that's wow. no pressure. But no, I appreciate it. I've uh, yeah, L- listener of the show, friend of both of you. Um, happy to. I, I feel like I don't have a cool enough resume to be on the show. You guys have really, really rad guests. So oh, what are you I'm, up to right now? I'm humbled. What's that? What are you up to right now? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. About to make you another cocktail, Quam. girl. So um, right now, I'm, my time is spent at a project out in Hudson, Wisconsin, um, bar called Nova. Opened a bar called Nova out there, old Nova wine bar spot next to Casanova Liquor. And, Two um, rave reviews. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's been fun. Like, I, we wanted to open up a bar. I know it sounds weird, but, like, I opened up a bar, like, a bar that I would want to go to. Yeah. I don't know. And I think that's the way every... Every space I I feel like should should be opened, and it, it probably right is like isn't it? yeah, that should be the right approach. Um, I, but I don't think that's always taken. I think I sometimes um, people open places to be like, all right, we're gonna make this for this demographic. We're gonna yep. make this because it's gonna work in this location. Yeah, we're gonna right. do that. Um, but but something that I've always admired about a lot of my industry idols or a lot of the places that I like best to go are just like this is a place that. I would want to go to. And that's what, what, what we made. And, um, it's, it's been really fun. We opened in August and it's, it's been received well. And we're, we're excited to just kind of now officially kind of knock it out of the park. We didn't do a grand opening. We kind of slow rolled it and it's been fun. It's been cool. Yeah. Hudson's is such a cool, oh, it's so cool, man. The, um, uninitiated. It's, uh, sort of, obviously it's, well, it is a border town to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it's, in a sense, people consider that, like Minnesotans consider that to be almost like um, Eastern St. Paul. Yeah. And um, obviously then a lot of Wisconsinites from west of there can also visit. It's just beautiful riverside town, yeah. lots of cool stuff. It's expanding all the time. So for, for reference, because I, I know you guys do have a lot of listeners that aren't aren't local, but like mm-hmm. we're in, we're recording right in the, in the heart of Minneapolis, downtown, yeah. and Hudson, Wisconsin is 30 minutes yep. tops yes. realistically. Yep. And so that's like in the term, in, in the scheme of like a Chicago or New York, that's like, Oh cool. So it's like six blocks, you know, but like <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's pretty cool how close it is. And once people come out there for the, you know, the first time they're like, Oh, well this is 20, 20 minutes from my house. But you know, you just, the connotation of like, oh, I'm going to a different state. It's not right across the St. Croix river. I yeah, think it's so. part of that too. And also, it really is shocking how that short of distance gets you such different mm. viewpoints. You know, the way that the river cuts through down the, the border of our two states, you create these really beautiful river bluffs. Yeah. Like the entire way down both states is absolutely spectacular views. But you also get on both sides of the river, whether you're on the Minnesota side and Stillwater, the Wisconsin side and Hudson, you get these incredible, like gorgeous, just running water scenes Yeah, where I, I do feel like that reminds me of the way that some of the towns are built in, in Europe that we've traveled to Yeah, where the river was so important to commerce that the cities sprang up around there. And while the Minneapolis St. Paul side have sort of been built up into these metropolises, mm-hmm. you have Stillwater and Hudson, which are still focused on having yep. beautiful scenic views of everything. Yep. And I think that's, it's, it really is like, it feels like you're not close, but it's a 25 minute drive. Yeah, dude. And I think a good way to like describe it to people like out of state, right? Especially in the winter time where they're like, why the fuck do you live here? Right. 
Like, why do you live here? It's negative 70 degrees. I mean, I think that. Yeah, it's the same. But then when you bring it up like that, it's exactly right. So I live in, uh, in the east metro. So I live east of St. Paul. It is quicker for me door to door to get to my bar in Hudson, Wisconsin, than it is for me to get to Minneapolis. For sure. But Minneapolis is still 15 to 20 minutes, right? Like, I mean, like, I came here 22 minutes door to door from my house. Yeah. And if I went eight minutes the other way, I'm at the St. Croix River, gorgeous, scenic, nationally protected river valley in my bar. And so that's why, especially, you know, come springtime, it's like, oh, cool, you want to go to the big city? Boom. Hang a left. You want to go to a river town that used to be probably considered, you know, kind of a sleepy river town, Stillwater and and Hudson. And now there's just, I can't, I can't say enough how much rad food and drink there is out there. It's amazing. And it's, it's, it's really cool. And so, yeah, long story boring. We're just trying to be a part of that scene and bring a cool bar to that environment. And also just, a, you know, we need bars. We need I, a bar. I agree with you. Yeah. And I, I also would love if you would speak a little bit more to that because yeah. the way that you built your whiskey program and, and the, way the, the way that you almost reverse engineered what you wanted to do with beer. Yeah. I, I actually think it's, it's fascinating and it's something that is very unique across the country. Yeah, and so yeah, so I I used to work in the beer industry, um, and and like I call it, you know, I'm using air quotes, but like the old money beer people, right? Like I think I think we all kind of fall into that. Like, and and I use old money not in the term of money, but like we we were buying, you know, we were we were we were buying Bourbon County, we were chasing all all that stuff, and we were going to just super cool bars like the gnome back, back in the day when, you know, Scott and Emily were there um, going to these bars where there's a thousand tap lines and, you know, El Bait shop and what, what Teresa and Bruno are doing down there and all that stuff. And we go there like, Oh yeah, 75 taps. Fuck me up. Let's go. Now I feel like the, the shift, what I want to do. And I still, still love beer and I'm very passionate about it. But if you come to Nova bar, we always have one beer on tap and it's Miller high life. Okay. Champagne. Yeah. High Life's always on tap. It's four bucks and it's beer flavored beer. My craft beer at the, the bar is all packaged, which means I rotate quickly, which means it's served, you know, in, in a consumable format that I can get to the guest fast. I can get new brands in, in and out. And it's mm-hmm. been really cool to see over the last like six months, our regulars have developed a palette for a lot of, um, their go-tos. Like, for example, they'll come in. I have a few regulars come in. Falling knife, verbal tip. I just put it on the bar. I know that's what they want. Yeah. I have my regulars that come in. I want a black stack, 755. Cool. But as they're drinking those, they'll also say, hey, Splinter, what's the, you know, what's the new hotness? What's the cool Pokemon I got to collect this week? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, I have other half, all mosaic, everything in here. Wow, never heard of that. Rad. Cool. Because I can bring it in two cases at a time. Mm-hmm. Boom, be done with it. What else? Oh, uh, you know, here's some phase three. Here's some equilibrium. Here's ology. And I don't have to buy a half barrel. Just play around a little bit. I don't have to buy an expensive half barrel that might go out of code, that might already be out of code when I get it. I mean, you get it, dude. You know how that game goes. Absolutely. So what's cool is it's it's just this this beer program. It's a little bit of of, of a learning curve for, for everyone, myself included, to get away from why don't you have, I thought you were a beer guy. Why don't you have 80 taps? I'm a beer guy. Check out our cooler. Oh shit. And it's this concise rotating. And, and also like we always, always have all the American domestics, but also things like I always have Allagash white on. Yeah. I always Dad. have, I always have Paul Anner Hefe on. I always have central waters barrel aged stout on, you know, like these are just the, 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 what I consider the true classics, 
classic benchmark checks that you have to have on, and it's Wisconsin. So, yeah, I I got your spotted cow, but you're not going to be drinking it on tap. It's in a bottle. To that point, another great thing about you being just east of Mm -hmm. the river is that you can do off-sale. Yeah. And we just saw, prior to recording, a new fun little package for... That's my stage name. A beverage, fun little package. Ooh, yeah. I, oh, I thought it was coming to the out. stage. Fun yeah, little package. Yeah. Don't hey. act like you're not impressed. Um, Wearing the Borat singlet. Yeah, yeah. So we do. We have an we have an off sale license. I don't heavily. We don't really heavily advertise that we have that because I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to take a couple things. First of all, I don't want to be a spot where you come in, and you know grab four cases of Miller Lite to right. go. But also, yeah. like, there's other bars in town like that 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 have a great off-sale program that they, you know... Plus, they can go next door to get their... Home. Yeah, they can go next door. Also, like, when the liquor store is closed, I send people down to uh, Ziggy's downtown, yeah. uh, right in Hudson there. They, they've been known for off-sale for a while. Cool. Go go down to Ziggy's. They'll set you up. Um, but we, we are doing some cool-to-go cocktail shit. Should I grab that? Yeah. Right. I was well, like, this seems like a great yeah. opportunity. Segway! God, do you guys remember when segways were supposed to be the next thing? They aren't? Oh, don't talk to me about my segway stuff. I still, like, I, I keep thinking about that, that, like, there was a year or two where... Splinter is the president of the Minnesota Segway Society. I think you should have done your homework before yeah, saying wow. that. Wow. Follow me on Twitter, at Splinter Segway. Yeah. Uh, my backup account is Segway Splinter, in case that one gets deactivated again. Yeah, it's also a joke about backing up the segway, because they go in reverse <laughs> now, which is pretty cool. Finally. But yeah, so, all right, here's the, here's the actual segue. It's, uh, so since we could do to-go, to-go cocktails, to-go beverages, um, we're doing disco naps to go. And I love, I love the fact that we have crystal cordials for disco naps. (laughs) This is For some reason, this is, yeah, the chef, the chef's hand is right there telling us all of the things. So, uh, the disco nap, it's a, uh, some people sip on them. I like to take it as a shot. Um, but let me be very clear also the disco nap is not our idea um it's been an industry thing but um Payne Avenue in St. Paul by the way uh shout out tongue in cheek shout out Brunson's yeah, yeah. um both of them have their own disco nap recipes the 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 general premise of it is it's cold brew coffee but instead of using water you use tequila right and um then you kind of augment it as as you see fit and i'm not without giving away recipes um tongue and cheeks recipe is different than brunson's and our recipe is slightly different there um tongue and cheeks is is rad because it's more like digestive forward in my opinion um brunson's is is right down the middle and then ours is more on the chocolate uh side and i'll just flat out say it's ours has uh, luxardo amaro and then there's a chocolate liqueur Mm. and then uh another little ingredient and uh it's rad so what we started doing is we started doing disco naps out there in hudson with the blessing of tongue-in-cheek and tom and molly from bronson's and i want to be always up front that like this is not my idea it was simply my idea to to let people take it home yeah yeah. and so we're doing these cool we're doing these cool little these cool little bottles Mm -hmm. um so this is like a this is about five and a half shots in it, this bottle. It looks like what you would picture. The bottle that it comes in yeah. is a glass version of what you would picture, like a fresh-pressed juice. Yeah, or like uh, I showed it to somebody, they're like, oh, that looks like it should be at Penzi's Spices. Yes. yes. Um, and it's um, this, this Disco Nap logo, the hologram, was uh, designed by a good friend of mine, um, Ben Woolley. He does all the design work yeah. for um, uh, Blackstack. And I want to Ben. shout out Ben and make sure that um, – 
follow him. He has a branding company now called Mammoth Marks. And he designed our Nova logo and he designed this and it's amazingly cool. But um, yeah, so you can grab one of these bottles to go at my bar. I have had I have had Tommy's at Brunson's, but okay, I've sweet. never had yours. Well, cheers, guys. It. Let's take let's a disco see nap. Up, uh, question one with the shot. Let's do it. Let's All go. Right. Disco naps. Let's go. Disco naps. That's what's up. God, that's just fucking yeah. delightful. Yeah, that's fantastic. And we use in that's ours good. the coffee that we use is a um, local coffee to that area. Exit four mm-hmm. Croy Coffee. We use their coffee in it, and it's cool because I wanted to, you know. Use a little local tie in there, but yeah. it's, it's fun. And anytime you come to our bar, off menu, the Hudson Handshake, Tall High Life and a Disco Nap for 10 bucks. Let's that go. sounds pretty wonderful. Yeah, I let's go. Yeah, that. that sounds great. Well, in, uh, in response to taking that shot, we're going to kick it off. So we just had the Super Bowl this last weekend. And I think a lot of people associate the Super Bowl equally or more so with eating food and snacks mm. than with the actual game. More so for this guy. Is there, I, I should just ask, what is your favorite eating holiday slash event? And whatever it may be, what is your favorite item that you make for that? Ooh, I like that. That's a great question. Um, so event-wise, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not go with like big meal. I'm more of like a snacky, a la carte. Graze as you go. Graze, tapas type of situation and what's cool is my my family um that i get together with for any event like this we've we've all kind of trans we've transitioned to that right it's sure. just easier sure. everybody's a different age you know um my, my old man is about to be 87 years old uh, all the way down to you know i have a little niece that's you know like 18 months old. so you know like it's you, you sit at a table it's it's kind of tough right so we've all transitioned yeah. to that so with that i'm gonna throw out all the main like holidays sure and I, I, I really do feel like like football, football games. My kid got mm-hmm. big into I got a 15-year-old kid, and he got big into football this year. He's nice. a Vikes fan, by the way. He is a Vikes fan. Yeah, uh, he, yeah he wore his Vike, uh, Vikes jersey to the uh, Super Bowl party that we went to and my folks, which on topic is what, what, what I enjoy doing. So I would say, yeah. like, sporting game, uh, whether it's a Vikings game or any excuse to get together kind of casually like that, yes. snacks are the move. And then I would, I'm going to go, I'm super traditional, dude. Like wings, um, done right. Done right. You know, wings, flats over drummies always. Hands down. Um, But then also I'm looking for like a dip. I'm looking for multiple dip options. Mm. I need my cold dip. So like I'm looking for like a um, like maybe like a caramelized onion top the tater type of sauce. Naked wing guy or what's that? You a naked wing guy or a saucy sauce wing guy? So. This is going to be divisive, but I I prefer naked. I want to choose my adventure with the sauces. Uh, understandable. So That's like, me. I want like a good dry rub wing. And I want it, and I want it like crispy. I want it. I want a crispy skin. dry wing, and then I'm going to decide how much sauce goes on that bitch. That's what's up. Yeah. So that that's me. So usually sauce on the side wings, right? Um, and then I want multiple dips because I'm a, I'm a I'm a snacking type of. Type it also of guy. justifies the multiple sauce. Correct. I like yes. doing the. Uh, Sunday slurry of the buffalo sauce and the blue cheese where you're like dunking them around say less. and they become homogenous. All yeah, of yeah. A sudden, Dude, say less. Sauce. That's a uh, simple man. That's yeah, what's up. Um, yeah. And I don't need like, I'll also like, yeah, like I'm going to shout out back to like Brunson's, but like, you know, they do the chicken thighs instead of wings there. Yeah. And that's what I, I want the dry rub. And then I want all, uh, give me, fuck me up with all the sauces. 
and then I'm going to dip them at my leisure. But yeah, like short answer is I want snacky stuff, wings for sure, and then dips. And I want some crock pot based dips too in that mix. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I, I 100% and I feel like you need to get an invite to the redo of my wife's birthday that we tried to do during COVID, which yeah. was dip, dip, dip Adelphia. Which was we made four proteins. I'm going to say it again. Say less. Fuck and then yeah. all of the sauces. Yes. So yes. all of the proteins are basically naked. And what and better way to please everyone, dip, dip, dude? Dip, 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 dip. Yeah. You can make your own combos. Yes. You know, that's how you end up with something amazing like Atlanta's uh, lemon pepper wet is because you got some buffalo. It's the Taco Bell model. They have four is. fucking ingredients, but there's a million permutations there. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. But they, yeah, that's, that's. That's the jammy jam. Yeah. Like okay, so what's your, what's your snack? Well, is it no, that? I gotta I gotta throw it to I gotta throw it to Charles first, and then I'll come in I'll come in with my heat. Oh boy, I mean I'm I'm similar in that it's sort of the unsuspecting or inauspicious uh, events that are most fun for me because that's when you get variety and also where you have your 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 blank easel to do whatever you please. So that could be I mean it could be like Memorial Weekend, it could be Fourth of July. Those are I know Fourth of July is somehow intrinsically connected to like hot dogs and apple pie, but ain't no one really doing that. At least not anybody we know. Um, I've done cool Memorial Day shit with Splinter. Yeah. You know, whole hog. Like, Let's that bring that like, back. That, we absolutely have to. That was, how long ago was that now? That was like five or six years ago. 1978 was oh the last God, time that we did. Yeah. yeah, five or six years yeah. ago. Yeah. Five or six years yeah. ago, 100%. <laughs> but uh, I like those those types of yeah. events or like Negroni Day at my house yeah. where I can put together a crazy-ass menu and just bust out all my stupid toys in the yard and make all kinds of fun food. I think it's really difficult for me to select a singular food. So it's just... I'm going to go by You mood. can say a genre of snacks. No, no that's, say that, a singular that food. Go. Worse. That makes it worse. I'm putting the libations back in libations for everyone. Ooh, I like definitive it. answer. Go. Shot we, out of a we cannon. Always, we always answer definitively. So I'm going to say I'm going to go with mood right now. And you sitting in the room, I'm going to say Smashy Boys. Mm. So like. My just, man. Hard just to making mad. nasty ass smash burgers for like, you know, let me just pick an event. Smash burgers on 4th of July. Yep. And like. It's fun. It's especially fun when Splinter and I make smash burgers together because when it comes to smash burgers, he's the trash panda and I'm not the fine dino, but I do like next to the trash pandas. I want to like, I want to, I really want to get molecular and shit. I want to do like, eh, what if we make a cheese sauce and like stuff that, you know, I think it's a very good balance. I think you're really, I think, I think what you said is, is exactly spot on because you're like, would you say like, like me, like. I'll I'll be the one to push you to be like Charles, fucking stop. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to make your own yeah, you fill do. in the blank. And, and then, then I already said yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> and you do. But then you'll also be the one to be like, hey man, would it kill you to maybe you know not use government cheese on that? I'm like, all right. And then yeah, that's why it's always fun. Yeah. It's perfect. We, but we both, I think we both like each yeah. oh, end of this. Oh, hundred percent. Just give me the give me the bond guards or uh, I don't care, Kraft American slices because it has its place. So when we make them real dirty and like who cares and the white bread's out of the bag and all that stuff, that's that can that's perfect. It can be perfect. They're like different notions of perfect. But yes. then my idea of like the perfect cheeseburger, mm-hmm. I try to like figure out what else can I improve, and it ends up being waste. It's so much work that you're not gonna just do that on a 
on a Monday night. You yep. know, you're not yeah. just going to be like, let's make Charles's perfect burger tonight because there's so much work that goes into making like yep. the that mustard aioli that I make with like French Dijon in it. And I'm like making it from scratch and I'm using avocado oil and you got to watch the blender ever so carefully. And then if you're making your own buns, if you're making your own belly, yeah. you're grinding your own meat, even though I keep that in the freezer, making my own cheese sauce. Like, but if I, given my druthers, you know, I do that once a summer now where it's like everything is like 100% scratch exactly mm -hmm. the way that I would make it. But you can't fucking do that all the time. So let's say, if, yeah, for a special occasion, hey, Fucking 4th of July is coming up. I'm going to make, like, these really labor-intensive smash burgers for all my friends. Because you want to share that. You don't want to yep. make that and yeah. say, hey, Marnie, come outside. I mean, sometimes when I make these burgers, when I finally, like, have all my stuff ready, because also it's almost like lightning is striking the earth. Yeah. And you have to do it all right now. Uh, sometimes I have to, like, text my neighbors, like, hey, if you smell burgers, if you stick your head out the window, that's me. Come over to the driveway. And then I'm like, please take these burgers. All hands well, on deck. Well, that's the thing, too, is, is like when you're making, you know, X amount of sauce and X amount of thing, like you're like, you know, just like any restaurant, right? I want to burn through all of it. I want to sell it all. But yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's always best when it's, when it, it's fresh. It's, it's damn it's near impossible to make. Like, I'm going to make two perfect fill in the blank. You got to kind of batch yeah. stuff up. But yeah, smashies in. We gotta have even, a redo even with that. Blackstone yeah. being as easy to use as it is, no one wants to make two burgers on a Blackstone. No, why would you make two burgers? Why would you use that whole fucking this is all, fuck, all the real yeah. estate? Yeah, this, this, is, this, this is America. And, like, yeah, yeah. I will also say that the two of you are two of the five best smash burgers I've ever had in my life. So it makes sense. Stop it. That that's both, you know, kind of where you where you go. But yeah, I um, I don't know. I I I thought about it and. I feel like our full ass party on New Year's Day is going yeah. to achieve that status. Yeah, yeah. But the first Which one I've not been to, but I would. Yeah, well, the first one it, you weren't at because we fucked it up because it was so goddamn cold <laughs> and all of our cooking was outside. Yeah. And trying to maintain temperature, trying to maintain temperatures on both a smoker and a fryer when it's negative ten, not great. No, we so, same thing. Dude. Like we've tried to, <laughs> we've tried to do like smash burger, you know, stuff, and it's like. This is not going to get to 600 degrees. It's a nope. physical impossibility to right. get Absolutely. this black top. And never mind that, but also like the fluctuations too. Yeah. yeah. You don't well, know and that was what the tough, you're working That with. was the tough part was yeah. actually it was. And in this economy? What with the price of eggs and all? <laughs> I, like it was, it was easy to get to temp. But he thought the I, Blackstone that runs on egg whites was a good idea right. a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like Krusty the Clown who bets on bets on the against I the. I thought they were yeah, due. The, the generals were due. They were due. <laughs> uh, they take a bath on this. Uh. I I really thought uh, so. The first the first year, it was a success only in the fact that we conquered the elements enough to have serviceable food. This last year was was pretty legit, but we have to replicate yeah. that a couple more times before I can say it. So. I'm going to go with uh, the the annual hot sauce party that we throw for a lot of the reasons, Splinter, that you uh -oh. suggested. We is that we haven't we haven't scheduled our next? We have not party. scheduled, but sometime this fall we need to fucking do it because what you have to do, Damn. is you make a big batch of hot sauce, <laughs> and then you have to make a food item that goes with it. You make 10 bottles and you open one bottle what? and you pour it out a little bit so that everyone can gets, try it. Everyone gets a bottle from everybody else who participates. Right. So, so we end up, but then while you're there, yeah. you can walk around with the food item and you can try the other hot sauces with all the different food items that you like. So in, in essence, you have 10 possible foods 
in another 10 sauces and you could figure out all of your own combos. It is absolutely the most wonderful food thing. And all I could think oh about my, while, I'll, I'll while like watching the answer. Super Bowl, all I could think about was that's uh. what I was missing because I created, I texted Charles about this. I watched the Super Bowl by myself for the first time. And I went and I got Nerd. three. Yeah, I went and got three different <laughs> versions of fried chicken that I like. Okay, wait, stop. Where from? Go. So I went to Bunchon. Mm. I went to Cub Foods, uh-huh. and I went to Raising Canes I because you Popeyes. I I wanted to do Popeyes, okay. but Popeyes had their parking lot closed. And, and that's the only Popeyes uh, that exists? Within 20 minutes of where I was. That's fair. And To keep the, everything hot, too, right? He's, like, racing around, yep. like, I need more chicken! And, and the way that, the, the, way that the, the drive-through line went, they had it blocked. So you literally couldn't get in line. And I don't know if... Kane's won, right? No. Absolutely no? not. I can't stand. I so I've heard. Why all did these, you get it? Because I've heard all these people tell me that it's the most amazing thing ever, and I wanted to try. Uh, okay, it. Okay, but it's family. chicken fingers. I've only had them lukewarm at a company party. I okay. thought maybe I'm missing something. Which company? Uh, it was a small brewery called um, Surly. Oh, I'm glad that Surly's Surly. getting Kane's chicken fingers for their company party. Really <laughs> I'm texting Omar right now. Do it. Yeah, like Omar, cheap fucker. Was the, uh, no, it was the it was the office Bunch holiday potluck. Okay, that's fair. And somebody went in on a Bunch giant tray. Wins. And I have had oh, absolutely. Actually, I will say, Fatality. hold on. No, I will do say, this. no, don't do it. I'll leave. Don't say cub and Bonchon tied. I'm not going to lie leave. to you. They did. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm out of here. Bye, guys. Bonchon was delicious. It had a better crunch to it. But. With the the myriad hot sauces that I brought with, Bonchon did not play as well with mm-hmm. other hot sauces. Oh, yeah, world. sure. You just got to get oh. them hot sticky. Cub 100% did. So, okay, here's, a, here's something to ponder. Mm-hmm. Maybe Super Bowl Sunday is the best time to get Cub fried chicken because it hasn't been sitting in the window for Correct. five hours. They're just like, that shit was That shit was fresh. <laughs> okay. Like the dude literally, good. I do like. He brought dude, the pan eat. out, okay. and shit was still like sizzling as it was going I'll into. I'll eat that my grocery bag. store fried chicken. It's yep. good, but banchan is banchan really is dope. Good. I I will straight up say right now, I understand the people that swear by raising canes less than I understand the people that swear by In and Out. But you did are you fucking know? Stupid, and your food is bad. I've never had raising canes. Wow, I think I think it's good. So first of all. I have a question. Yeah. How dare you? Uh, second of Sir. all, my next question: Did you know that? that was cub, that a question? Did you know that? Did you know that Cub stood for something in Cub Foods? Consumers United in buying for buying, but for yeah, buying. well yeah. played. How long did you know? Did you know that for a while? They have I've, written, I've never heard that. Okay, the, thank you. Good. Yeah. The old Cub Foods Good. in Maple Grove had can, it written on the. Oh, wall. okay. Well played. I really? just and I, that's what I that's what I was googling here while because well, I'm like I think it stands even, for something. No. Even if I saw that, I would think like they just wrecked or acted. Sorry, like, it's this be I, I think I said it wrong. I think it's Consumers United in buying yeah, or okay, United uh, for buying. The name Cub was mm. Culver Davis Jr.'s nickname, and okay. from it they coined the acronym Consumers United for buying. Yep. Yeah, that's huh. uh, it's on the old Cubs, the old Cub foods. Like, I, think oh, lot- I love how you said it like an old Minnesotan. Let's go to Cubs. <laughs> Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Put it like, and then and Chip- we'll, Chipotle. Come home and have some Jameson's and we'll Jameson's. Wash, wash our Chipotle down. <laughs> oh, um, but no, Surly's. I, I, Surly's. Surly's, yeah. <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that a lot of it, like I'm sure everybody has these, the grocery stores that were made in the eighties that are just now being updated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to continue that in the new updates, but But in the the old eighties, 
uh, uh, grocery store era, it set it above the checkout lanes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, I only know that. I only and I only remember that because um, when you were in 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 high school, that was the grocery store that a lot of my friends worked at. And if you that's had where you a, stole cigarettes from. One hundred percent, we yeah. stole a lot of things from there. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Jolly if Ranger. you had to do a price check, Consumers United for thief. fucking stealings, if, more like it. If you had to do a price check on the lane, mm-hmm. uh, when you would call it in on the radio, it was two was price check, and then it was the number of uh, what like what lane you were on. Mm-hmm. And my friend Rob Cooney would always work on aisle thirteen. So yeah. if you ever had to do a, a price check, it was always a price check over here on two one three. And it was classic Rob. I mean, how are you gonna? How are you not gonna get that? Is good though. And so I would always be standing there and then I would just look up and well, see that Cub is old, like Super Value is old, like you were saying, 80s. So High V, that's kind of like new and new ish and cool up here. And that's so High V's in a bunch of states. Yeah, well, I was Minnesota. Yeah, I grew up in Iowa. Well, like uh, until I was seven, so like in the early. Early '80s, but high V up in that time. We all did hard times. We all grew we up. All came up. Yeah, <laughs> credits roll in the podcast. But um, high V was the grocery store yeah. that that I remember down there. And then when it came up here, I'm like, oh yeah, they're nice. What's I mean, like high V is has jumped bar- that spot that like they like got bars like Wegmans bars. does or like Publix does. They got yeah. bars. The south. They got bars. They got bars. Dude, they got hot bars. <laughs> And I'm honestly, and I will, I will actually throw out, uh, the, the, the high V in my neighborhood still has the bar that we've talked about a number of times on this podcast. Mm. And somebody just fucking wrote an article in the Minneapolis Star Tribune about how great yeah, it is. Great and now the bar is busy as fuck. And they I'm wrecked mad. it. Yeah. They ruined it. Uh, they left the, the secret out the, of the bag. The Whole Foods in, in Woodbury used to have this little like tap house thing in it. I don't know if it's still there. Oh, really? Like it was like. It oh, was no, like, it still does. It was like City Tap, but they would do $5 pours of any Minnesota beer. Correct. On like a certain day. It was like Minnesota Mondays. And so they'd have like. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, is it a barrel aged stout or a double IPA? Eat shit. It's a pint of it for five bucks. And so you could go and just house, like, you know, fill in the blank, whatever, you know, abrasive pints for five dollars. And me and, yeah, yep, me and, uh, (laughs) me and Tony Moline, uh, he, uh, runs Bulldog Lower Town. He lives in Woodbury. He's a suburb schmuck like me. And we would meet up there and just like be Woodbury dads and sit there and like, wow, cool. For, so for 20 bucks, I can drink four pints of, you know, whatever mirror universe or whatever. It's, okay. Bye. It, it's one of those things that, uh, working in the beer industry and to those of you well, listening, wherever you may be, yep. yeah, right. it was amazing to have a spot that like I could dunk any yeah. like hard, like <laughs> hard to sell beer, like yeah. anything weird, anything funky. You could put it in right there because they make their margins off the grocery store. Uh-huh. So they'll take in whatever price because they don't need to worry about profit margins. And it was great. Yep. And I could not believe the the Darth, the lack of other beer people that would go into those accounts. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you can sell all kinds of six barrels here mm-hmm. that would yeah. normally sit in a warehouse again until you end up out of code. You're smoked chili pepper, Hellas lager aged on truck tires or whatever that yep. you did a one off in the tap yep. room. And it's a $700 six barrel. Yeah. Let it rip. Yeah. yeah That's five, five bucks on happy hour sucker. Yeah. Wild, <laughs> fer- a wild fermented Imperial Pilsner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think we've talked about it on here before, but uh, yeah, uh, there was there was an incredible meal where we signed off on a wedding document for friends of ours, and uh, darkness 
from Surly was on tap, and that was on happy hour, so that was three twenty five for a pint. Bye. And they had a bottle of Weller twelve year in peace. Yep. And the the bartender said, "You know, I was looking around for this, and I just oh, couldn't right. find the the button for it. So I found one. It said Well Drink, and yep. this is like a Weller drink. Yeah, let's so go. We'll we'll do that. And that's on happy hour too. So that was two seventy five. So yeah, and you were just like, "Cool, call the cops now." Yeah. Why wow, you'll see. Yeah, so that was a six. That was waiting outside. That was a six dollar round. Jesus Christ! For a pint of Imperial <laughs> Russian with a bump of Weller Twelve and wow. a two and a half ounce pour of because of well, course she did you go play she taps wasn't using on a the, the jukebox. There's no, there's no jukebox. That's the only thing you don't. Okay. Get. But that's like, I know, but, but that's like that's, when you, you, those townie bars or, or or VFWs where it's like, I had a guy in the other day and he's like, yeah, there's a bottle of the uh, Van Winkle Lot B, the twelve year yeah. at, forget which VFW, and the woman went over and looked at it. What is it? Whiskey? Yeah, six of pour. And he's like, cool. So you can just get that bottle down right now. Let's yeah. go. Let's, yeah, let's go. Can and I paste Bacani that? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. Can I dips, pay? dips, that we is, all agree dips. On. That is such a special reference. I make that reference frequently and no one understands anymore. I, I'm That's assuming that means I that I have the tank in the yeah, inside pocket of my little, sport coat. Yeah. And I'm going to pump. That is, right. that is spectacular. They had like this really beautiful, expensive, great smelling soap at Mara a couple months ago when I went there. And I made that joke to the, the hostess and like just... Blank eyes. Yep. I was like, okay, sorry. I not my demo. So I'm you did old. steal it. Not my demo. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, so then I went and stole it. But I at least pushed her down. <laughs> I froze her. I froze her at the hostess stand, and then I do 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 do. Yep. All right. Cheers, guys. Let's go to. Let's go. Let's, let's go. do another disco nap. Let's put the libations back in this party here. Let's, let's go. Do a disco nap. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Uh, while he's pouring, These Charles, do you want to ask? Available to go at Nova Bar Hudson. <laughs> okay. Splinter, name something that you know does not exist, but that you wish did exist. Oh, man. All right, you got to come get your pour of this then. That I know doesn't exist. But you wish did. And if you need to ponder. Oh, uh, okay. I have, I have some. Uh, I'll put some qualifiers on this. Here, let's take this shot real quick. So the qualifiers that I have are, Cheers. is it? Is it a... A thing, like a physical thing. Is it whatever a you want thing? it to be, or literally anything? You, you got to think make about it, it up. too. Why don't what is a qualm going? You think about it. Okay, I don't because there's a, there's so many directions you can go with that. Uh, I I don't need too much time to think about it. You can uh, go. Um, yeah, I can. I, I'm gonna go. It, I'm not gonna say like a thing. Like a, I mean, the obvious answer is is like, oh, cool. I want. Borat. I wish Borat was a real thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime help. I say my wife, she just appears. <laughs> Classic. Wow. You guys. Uh, I got sniped. Uh, Hi, hilarious. Yeah. I think what I wish existed in 2023, and I'm going to put the bumpers on this, that it's something that, that I'm also like guilty of, right, yeah. and not great at, is I wish there was less... I'm trying to find the right way to wear this. I wish there was less concern about what could go wrong with a decision in whether it's business, personal life, or whatever, and more concern in why wouldn't I do this because life is short. Mm. And then I'm going to qualify that because mm. that was a, not a great example. I don't. Um, I th that shit hits me very hard so, in the chest. So here, here's what I'm going to – 
bring this back because I think Charles and I have talked about this before when somebody says, wow, must be nice. And my answer is always, yeah, it, it is nice. So mm-hmm. like whether it's all right, cool, getting a cool car or doing a, a project that you've always wanted to do or quitting your job that you hate or um, just taking time with the people that you love and care about mm-hmm. or taking the day off to take your kid to the White Castle and tell them it's okay to, to skip school today or open a new bar or open a new restaurant or open the bakery that you've always wanted. When somebody's like, oh, it must be nice. There's no one that holds the secret keys or cheat code for that. Fact. There's, no, there's no secret way to crack that. And so what I wish existed was more, and I use the like laissez-faire term, I wish it was more like, I wish people focused on what they really, really wanted to do without the expectation of what they thought they had to do. Does yep. that make sense to sure. both you guys? It probably, you, means, it probably means something different to yeah. every person. And it listening. means something different to everybody. And so yeah. that's why it's a real big. Big and small, you know. It's a real big shotgun buckshot mm-hmm. approach at it. Yeah. But the, So my examples, broad stroke would be like, oh, man, you know, like that's so cool that, you know, Charles, that's so cool that you own your own business. I just wish I would love to be able to do that. You can. You can do it. Yes. Do it. Stop thinking about why you can't and do it oh man ben that's yeah. that's awesome you you left your your you were in the beer industry for a while that seemed cool for you and now you're, you're doing this with you know segway but plift mm-hmm. like that you just cracked which looks amazing like cool just do it or like me like i you know i used to work in in a, in a corporate america type of setting with really good health insurance a really cool 401 and all that and one day i just decided well this doesn't make me really happy or really mm-hmm. fulfill me and i will never ever put my family's future securities in jeopardy but I will also never, ever, ever do something that I, I don't enjoy doing on a daily basis. And sometimes it takes a lot of trying to find out what that is. And I think we're all still trying to get exactly there. But my short answer would be what I wished existed was the mentality of if everybody just looked at the world and realized that if no one ever tried anything new, we wouldn't have anything cool. The world would be really fucking rad. Can I, can I ask, did you ever struggle with feeling like you needed permission from somebody no never in, never and in my life okay once. so that's that's why i'm honestly jealous yep. of you because and i don't know where never. this comes from i've that, that's a blessing never we've, we've we've talked about it a little bit on the show but that's something that has been very limiting for me in my life is that i really i i felt like until really until i was about 30 that I had to find somebody else that had already done a thing mm-hmm. before it was okay for me to do a thing. And I don't, I, I don't. There's so Ben, a lot I am, I'm going to interrupt you on your yeah, own yeah, show because yeah. I, it, because I listened, uh, I listened and on your last episode, you, you spoke about that. You spoke and you right. spoke to Max yeah, yeah. Um, about That's why I was curious. Permission. Is this has come up again. Um, and, and that that's good. But also my rebuttal to that would be in my perfect world, if I could have that thing that exists, nobody should ever, ever have to ask permission from an extrinsic source. So meaning not yourself, not your internal monologue, an extrinsic source to do something that truly makes you happy. Because if you can't truly do what is making you happy, you're ineffective and making others happy around you. I agree with you. I think the hurdle that I had to get over, it wasn't that I felt like I could do a thing, but nobody would say that I could. It was that because nobody had said, yeah, you could totally do that, that I thought I could. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't know where that comes from. Like I've actually kind of ruminated on that this sure. entire last week. 
And I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's from my parents. I think my, my mother was incredible at telling Mine's me not that, for I, sure. that I could do anything. Well, Mine's that's not the thing. For sure. I didn't come from the passive aggressive A lot Midwest. of it's societal construct though, where, you know, and I think that that's why it's very salient what you're saying, Splinter, about that you wish that the way that I'm perceiving it is that you wish there wasn't a societal construct that said you yes. have to be a worker bee. Yes. You have to be, yep. you know, you have to be diligent in no. being a, 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 like, member of society that is a building block sure. to the success of, of each of us. You can break out of that. You yep. can fly away from the, the, the hive and, yes. and go and, and cultivate and do something uh, of your own volition. And that's, it's really difficult for people to wrap their heads around it is. that. And some people just can't. Yeah. Just that's also it. accurate. That, uh, that programming is not in their code at all. And there are a lot of people that I think could accomplish really incredible things if they could just for a moment think of it objectively. You know what? I'm really great at what I do. I could be great at doing something There's that is a little less safe. zero question in my mind that there are an incredible number of people that could do things that oh, I am not cognitively, physically, or emotionally capable of, but they won't unleash that because they feel like they're they're in that construct. And whether that construct is built around societal things, right? Or parental things or their surrounding group of people. But like um, people that I associate myself with in business or in personal life, I'll use a couple examples, right? Like, first of all, like my, my wife, Carrie. Hit I mean, it. We all did it. Let's go. I'm not. No, everybody else has Charles? already said it in their own car. Your wife. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but a, a great great example wife. would be, uh, hey, I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to try this. Oh. Zero hesitation. Cool, I trust you. I know you won't leave us hanging. And I said, you know, also like, hey, with that, you know, it's not like I didn't put any thought into it, obviously. But, yeah, like, I'm going to do this. Zero hesitation. I couldn't be with a partner ever that didn't do that, right? And that... She provides that for me. She provides that yeah, that anchor of do it. For sure. And I support yeah. you, and it's going to be fucking great. And then also business partners. What's interesting, let me yes. just Hit digress, because I was going to say this before. The interesting thing about what you're saying is that in a traditional relationship, you mm -hmm. need both people to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, you, mm -hmm. you were able to, to get that. Yeah. I have that as well. Like, that's not... It can't just be you no. who wants to stake out. It has to be. But it also, yeah, and it can't just be your immediate partner either. Sure. It, the people oh, you so go into, dynamics. the people that you go into into business with, and I've gone into to multiple people or gone into Mojo, gone into multiple businesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Body counts. Yeah, they were due. Yeah, generals. Uh, oh, the generals. You bet against the Harlem Globetrotters, but um, <laughs> like um, I'm, I'm gonna use my one of my one of my best friends in the whole world, Joshua Clark, right? Yeah. Meaty. Yeah. To the layperson, right? My Meaty my partner, and previous guest of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But here's what here's why Meaty will always be involved in in my projects, right? Is he's the type of dude where like, like all right, Josh, so I got this idea, and he'll be like, "Yep." And so then I think, "Yep," and he's just looking at, like, "Yeah, let's go. You uh, do it. Fuck yeah." And he's he's to a fault. The 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 dude that you want in your corner to just be like, "Yeah, let's go." Like you know, if it was like, "Hey," and we should. uh and now we should do burgers. Yeah, fuck yeah, we should. Cool. We should go on a trip. Yeah, we should go on a trip right now. Let's go. Like, you need to surround yourself with non-sycophantic yes men and women. 
people that just fucking support you because they trust you and know you. Dude, that's honestly like that's some fucking snap shit. Yeah, more like say say yes, man. Yeah, fucking yeah. more is more more yeah. more fucking entourages behind you whipping the towel around. Yeah. Like let's fucking go and do this. And you know, it's like if it's like you know, Charles. I know you've had like ideas about other projects that you want to do and shit. There's never like me. Yeah, do it. Do it right now. Do it right now. Let's go. And and when somebody comes into you know any place that i'm bartending or working or have an equity stake in and they're like man i wish i could do this must be nice it is nice you should do it right now fucking mm. go and yeah. and i know that yeah. some people are like oh, i don't write my business but do that too do your yeah. legwork i'm not sure. saying don't and don't put your family out on the fucking street because of your hopes and dreams yeah, do it right do it right but also do it i Fuck. honestly i can't even tell you do how it. how important that is for me to hear and i, I don't want to step on like on your answer, Charles, at all. Not at all. But, like, I, so I, I, I very recently left a job at the end of last year, and in my exit interview, the only negative thing that I said was a lot of times we have these, like, idea rooms, and basically every idea that gets kicked out gets picked apart. And I'm pretty confident in... Too many cooks. The thing yep. that I love about... Like, I, I love creativity, right? That's the thing that will always keep my brain going is when I can keep coming up with different, different ideas. And I, I, I'm confident to keep throwing my ideas out because I think that basically every idea that I have is at least co-signed by me as this is pretty good. So I'll throw it out. And all I kept thinking was like, how many people in this room aren't throwing really incredible ideas out because they they don't feel comfortable being shouted down in a room of their peers. And how detrimental is that to progress if you don't create an environment that fosters creativity? Now flip that to my new endeavor where I'm still getting used to the fact that I can bring up ideas and that everybody is excited and wants to listen. I didn't realize how much I had been conditioned by my previous employers to not want to throw everything that I could think of out there because I'm just exhausted of having to have the fight every single time. Yeah, it's a delicate balance. Right? right? Like, there are just times where I'm like, you know what, I'm, I don't want to have to fight about this, so I'm not even going to bring it like up. The more ingredients in the pot, the, yep. the more likely you are to, to spoil the stew. All right, I'm going to jump in here and ask Charles a question about that because uh, from a creative background, mm -hmm. I have a question for you yep. and, and, and also you. How do you, so you're, you're the, you know, CEO, president, head honcho of your company, right? Mm -hmm. How do you brainstorm things? How do you come up with ideas knowing that you're potentially in an environment where there might not be all the checks and balances? Like Ben was leaving an environment where there was too many of them. Mm -hmm. sure. Do you, do you think, and I'll give my example. So what I did is I, like, I, I have an, I have a notes tab on my iPhone Same. that I write down ideas on because I'm real bad at like, you know, remembering, um, you know, so like I have like concepts, schemes. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. That's, do my, you that's my Evernote. I have. Yeah. Perfect. But so I mean, do, Evernote's what I do use. you think that, and this is for you, Charles, do you think that you can potentially sometimes be in an environment where you need more checks and balances to tell you it's not a good idea? 
Or do you have that built in? That's that is built in. Okay. Yeah. Anyone is anyone's prone to that. No one no one is uh, immune to um, having that like funnel of it's just you. I think the problem. So I I do have I have I have systems for that. It's, none of our work would be any good if it was just like all my idea beginning to end. There's such a thing as too few cooks and such a thing as too many cooks. Yep. And one of the problems you run into in corporate environments is if you, so I'll, I'm going to spin this a different way because yeah, it's, I'm not the only person working at Patmos. Right. And, and a lot of times, even like with peers, I'm like, Hey, like take a look at this. Like, let me know if you see anything that, that, you know, could be changed or require improvement or any blind spots I may have had, even in terms of like writing copy for packaging. Uh, sometimes you're copy blind. Yeah. You read the same error 11 times, but it's because you can't see it. You just, mm -hmm. vi you cannot see it. Well, and I know that applications to like other parts of, of creativity. I know we send each other enough Instagram posts from yeah. like large, large regional or national companies. And I'll send, I'll send like Charles, the screen grab, like, how did, how did you not notice that that got auto-corrected to that yeah, or that that's right. not a, and I'm like, I'm just a schmuck. It made it to press. Right? Yeah. I'm like, just a schmuck with like at most on my accounts, like, you know, a few thousand followers and this, this got out. Yeah. There, there's, <laughs> there's one that hit me so hard that I had to unfollow the account. Oh, it's painful. Because they're pushing it so hard. Oh, and sometimes I hate typo. follow stuff though. Yeah. Sometimes I hate follow stuff. Oh. But so I, I've discovered throughout the many years that I've been doing what I do at Patmos, 15 years old this year, started mm. in 2008, yeah, yeah. that um, I know the secret recipe, not just on my end, but also on, you know, not just server side, but also client side. I know the secret recipe to the number of people that I should interface with at like my clients. If it's, if I have to sit in a room and we have to do um, proof of concept with say seven to 10 people in the room, I know that we're going to dilute this recipe until it doesn't taste like anything mm -hmm. because inevitably that many people are going to disagree on literally everything that we're doing. And I've been in that environment. I've worked with a lot of major corporations where you pitch this really seemingly cool concept. And then you have a dozen people who have to approve it. Each one of those things, each one of the people in the room is going to disagree about a different facet. And then you're going to end up with nothing. You're going to end up with white print on a black menu and then the consumer is just going to get the most ordinary experience of their lives. So that's that's something that is is critically important. It's like changing people. I'm who taking can, a note over here. Change menus at my <laughs> bar. Yeah. Yeah. Color Different color question mark. Nova. Yeah. But that's no. That's that's great. That answers that answers my question. Like always also, check you know self awareness because yeah. you need to you need to understand that you know, you're not the end all be all. And yep. you're always going to have a better product, no matter what it is, product or service. You're always going to be better if you accept criticism or, or commentary. Doesn't mean that all of, you need to take all of those into consideration. But a lot of times you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, okay, I didn't consider that. Yeah. You know, you're like, so I didn't mean for that to be like a big philosophical thing no, for my no, for my good. thing. But yeah, like, that good. was, that was my thing. That, that's the that period on that. That's what I, mm. that's what I want to exist more people just doing awesome shit and not worrying, you know, hundred percent. I think the reason that I wanted to bring up the permission thing was that I, I think there are a lot of people that look at like the life that I've lived and think that it's just been one brazen decision after another. And there have been plenty of them that I have made, but 
at the same time, the underpinning was, I think I've been limited by what I thought I was capable of within industries that I didn't think I had a voice in. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to, to get past. But all that deep shit aside, I went the other way with this. So yeah, so what's your thing? There's a million I, ways to go. I, <laughs> I really feel like my life would be more fun <laughs> if I could just have a soundtrack at all times. <laughs> I think a soundtrack that other people could participate. I in. think my life would be more fun if your life had a soundtrack. The, I, I, I would love desperately. I, I actually have a great, my favorite script that I've ever written. Hold on. Where's the soundtrack playing? Everyone can hear it. Everyone can hear at it at all times. Like Everyone movie. can hear it's it. It's like a movie. It's, just, oh. it's in your head. Correct. But everybody uh, involved, know, <laughs> no, but everyone involved has to hear the songs do, do, that do, I am do, do. implying. Do, I, do, do, do. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Make them away downtown. <laughs> I love a thousand miles and I will continue to walk a thousand miles. Uh, me and Vanessa Carlton, we go back to the Murder, Inc. days. Why do you guys have Vanessa Carlton on the show? What the Shout fuck? out to Brandy Brown. That is a very She's inside on joke. 63. Damn it. Yeah. But. I thought you were caught up. I really, <laughs> I really do. I, I, I think it would be, I, the best script I've written that never got filmed was. Hold about, on. Was about You've somebody. written multiple scripts. Correct. That, that, that some have got filmed. Yep. I, I am I am technically an award winning <laughs> screenwriter, which is wild. Uh, but yeah, I I really well yeah because I wouldn't <laughs> say that I'm a screenwriter, but I have written screenplays that have won awards. Therefore, Three Six Mafia has an Oscar. So yeah, uh, but I really love the so so the the comedy version of it. Did you say Oscars? Did you say they won an Oscar? Let him finish. Yeah. Let him. All right. <laughs> this is the first Multiple. episode where Ben Quam has been like. Actually, actively interrupted, and I nope. want to hear what he said. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no. But like, so the the comedy version of it is that there is an omnipotent power that's controlling <laughs> the actual soundtrack, and it never plays the song that the main character wants it to play. Yeah, and I actually really love <laughs> that <happens>. idea. <laughs> like, my my favorite portion of the script was he has to go to church for Christmas with his family. Yeah. And he sees a girl that he went to high school with and closer by nine inch nails starts playing. <laughs> we like, we, we went through a whole run where if I could make, yeah, right. If I could make parody versions of it, I can sit in the parody law and we could actually, we could actually pull it off. Uh, but in real life, I actually think it would be very fun to be able to do that just because I've played music for so many people for important moments in their lives for, for so long, whether it was wedding DJ uh -huh. or an event or whatever, I actually would really love if I could set moments in my life to music that everybody else could hear. Because I think that given the insane obsessiveness of my record collection, I think that it actually, much like music in a movie, I think it would add to it. But if you have to actively play music the entire time, it's not really fun for the other people that are involved. And I think that would be a fucking blast. I think that would be, it would add so much more. And then I wouldn't have to constantly have AirPods in every time I do something in Man, public. I feel like this, somebody. this would also be like a cool, like Spotify playlist. Like Absolutely. If, I could, if I could be like, uh, uh, what are you going to listen to? I'm going to listen to Charles Awad January through March. Like of all, mm -hmm. like, 
<laughs> and then it goes from things from like baby elephant walk into like closer to or, or, yeah. Yeah. or Brett, we ran into each other yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I got one thing going on and you're like, actually I kinda got a different vibe. And I'm like, oh, oh dude, and you get to see flip both it, sides. And then we can we can flip to your soundtrack. And so like yours is like all around me are familiar. And mine is boom bam boom bam. What I want you yes. 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 the head. And then, like, and then I would yes and that yeah, and I would yeah. come back with a gummy bears theme. Yeah. Which really weirdly overlaps perfectly with that song. Yep. Just wanted to let you know. And here and there and everywhere. Hey, girl talk, get on it. And then I walk right. in the room yeah. with the never ending story soundtracks. See? Yeah. I mean, nobody is mad at Lamage coming in with the yeah. this soaring song. But I think that I think that would be very fun and I think it would add That's good. a little bit of levity yeah. to interactions that sometimes are a little bit weird. Like you meet the the cashier at Target that really wants to talk a lot. Hey, here's something that we can talk about that's not just, oh, kind of cold out today. Might be nicer out tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Try swiping it. The chip's not working. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just, just one more. Just, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Wipe it no, off. You have to hit. You have yep. to hit send on your. You have to register. You didn't pick the payment type though. That's why. Yeah, you have to. Yep. Uh, God damn it. Uh, that could be a lot more fun if there's a song behind it. I love like it. If all of a I sudden, if all of a sudden the Benny it. the Benny Hill theme song kicks in, everybody's gonna you know the know. name of that song, right? Something new, Yakety Sex. Correct. Yeah. Chet Atkins did a cover, Yakety Axe. Okay, I did not know that, and I will now be looking that yeah. up as soon as this Chet, episode. He played is it on like a, a Hollow Body Gibson. Oh Yackety God, Chet Atkins is the I want that, um, like. Me like slipping on ice, like getting in my car, or and I want to sped be, up slightly. Yeah, or can, you, or can it struggling? To whoa, get girl in thigh highs runs by, like yeah. it's like yeah. holding on to your Where'd she come holding the handle like, of your a, Jeep. a gorilla. Yeah. Whoa, just whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah. <laughs> also, like, what if what if it was just Chet Atkins with his guitar chasing you through your own house? That's a totally different, uh, yeah. But yes, also that, yeah. Also yeah. another weird fantasy for me. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that's kind of black fantasy mirror at too. Thanks, uh, I'm not alone in that. Finally, yeah. finally we can we can share something. All right, Charles, black ever. mirror. Charles, what's your thing? I'm yeah. pouring, I'm pouring another shot. Ch- Charles award. Charles, your, Charles I'll bring it over to you while you go. Oh yes, please. What is your so, thing? Uh, Four year old Charles, and this is a callback to the Jurassic World, would say dinosaurs. <laughs> That'd just be the answer. Dinosaurs, but. What I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, I'm going to go technological. <laughs> the thing about travel that is the worst, ironically, is the actual traveling part. I wish, oh. I wish we could teleport. Just gleep that shit? Either that or just like faster travel of some sort, mm. more convenient travel of some sort. Let's just say, let's just call it, let's call it teleportation. Sure. Teleportation is the jam. Bloop. Like, I wish I could just teleport mm. for travel. Like, oh, what's up? I want to go to Kyoto. What's the nearest airport? Fuck. You know, like, how much does it cost? Fuck is, a, funny part, though, fuck is actually not the closest airport. Uh, Kyoto does, in fact, have its own airport. Fuck. Yeah, okay, but I'm P-H-U-C. saying, like, go on, go, on Google, go on Google Flights right now and fly to Kyoto, right? <laughs> saying, like, I'd rather wine fly country, to fuck. You can, you can, there's a, there's an airport that you can fly into yes. during harvest season to wine country, but otherwise you got to fly into SFO. 100%. You got to rent a car. You got to drive a couple hours. So, yes, if you could oh, glee See, this travel. is, this is weird for me because you guys still, you don't, you fly commercial, right? I do. Okay, cool. Uh, so, kind of yeah, off the table for me. I don't have that. That Brett Splinter PJ. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like if you have to fly commercial, that's probably a thing that would make more sense. But for a guy like me, that yeah, if you want to do it, do it right. Yeah, yeah. just do it. Yeah, just segues back into. 
my segue is just Pink Floyd's money as I'm getting on the. I like how the guy that was drinking beers before you guys showed up got the much bigger. <laughs> oh shots. yeah, that was that well, was. Well, we also we've been pouring these yeah. over here, and we're we're doing the plift. Yeah, we've we've been we've been seeking money alcohol over here. All right. Well, cheers. Let's. Yeah, that's my whole answer. That's my whole ass answer. That's whole actually ass genius. Ass. Would you guys not agree with that though? Hundred percent. Like, yeah, I I do love like watching a movie on a flight, but as soon as that movie is done, I'm like, okay, can we land yet? I think I enjoy. I do enjoy. I enjoy traveling, but I enjoy traveling because it's a necessary. It's an it's a means to an end, right? And like, yeah, if I could just be like, wow. Hey Charles, let's go to Raised by Wolves in San Diego right now and just boop, I dream a genius there and we can have a, a drink and come back. I don't, hate, I don't hate travel. I just think it could be more nope. convenient. And all the conveniences that are available to me, like I have clear, I have pre-check, right? Like whatever I can get to be. Yep. I'm like highly strategic about, you know, I don't want to take a carry-on because I don't want to fight for the bin. So yeah. I have my personal item and if yep. I have to check a bag because I'm going somewhere for a long time, I'll check the bag. Yeah. Then I'm like, wait, can I get a clearer P-check version of checking my bag? Mm. Can someone like meet me at the door and sure. take my bag and just fuck off with it so that I don't see that, oh my God, there's 300 people there. Yep. Awesome. Couldn't account for that one. Yep. So any that. added conveniences would be mm-hmm. convenient. How literal. No, that's God, a really good I one. I like that question because we got like kind of like three like... Real different answers. That was good. That's legit. What's next? Let's go. I love this. Let's party. All right. This is <sighs> Splinter. I kind of wanted to get a little serious with you because we like to, we, we goof around a lot. We do. And uh, we also, we all talk a lot of shit in this room. Sure. It's one of the things that I really love about text threads and phone calls with both yep. of you. Yep. Is that we can talk a lot of trash. For sure. So my question would be if we could give the gift of human speech. To animals, who would talk? What, what genre or species of animals would talk the best shit? And or, who would you want to talk shit with? Who would you want to roast if we could have battle human animals? Man, (laughs) (laughs) that is. (laughs) I was trying to. I was like, dude, a splitter. Splitter's gonna be on. I gotta. I gotta come up with something. But just, but just like, but but also just like this, like, oh, this question again. Huh. I'm so tired of answering. Okay, it. so let me you can tell. He looked on Reddit for like interesting. Let me, <laughs> let me. Oh no, this was 100. Let me. Uh, this was this was fueled two weeks ago when I knew that you were going to be on this show. This was fueled off an amazing uh, YouTube video okay. that I watched. Oh, I thought so, you were going to say an amazing mushroom trip. Yeah, 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 right. Oh like, no, yeah. I mean, don't With get me deer. wrong. I will think about your answer while on a mushroom trip, mm. allegedly. So uh, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So uh, let me uh, let me try to be a good active listener here and and repeat the question back to you. So. What animal do I think would be like the best shit talker, jive talking shit talker, or or who do you want to talk shit back and forth with the most? Okay, so those are going to be absolutely the same because I want a worthy adversary. Beautiful, you know, and I'm I'm gonna talk shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of like verbalize my thought process on please this. Please do, please, and do. it's for sure gonna be so. It's gonna be a smaller animal, right? Because like big animals, like you know, like. If we're using like big, like elephant or a rhino or something like that, I feel like they don't need to be super witty or super sharp because they can maul you, right? I'm, I'm with you. But also, like, I think this kind of plays into also like, oh, Brett, you're a smart ass guy or whatever. Like, yeah, because I'm not going to ever physically overpower you. 
Like, and I don't, there's not a video component to this show, but like, you know, like Charles is a, is a pretty tough guy and Ben is enormous. And like, it was like, well, the world's ended and we're just here. Like, I'm going to die first for sure. They're going to beat me to death and feast on me. Like, so like I use my razor sharp wit to try to get out of this. Sure, sure, sure. So I think an animal would be like disco naps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got, here you go guys more. Um, But I think, so it's got to be like a smaller animal. Um, Man, like if you think of like the Marvel Universe, right? Like you got, you know, Rocket is a pretty edgy raccoon, a.k.a. Trash Panda. I'm going to put them, that might be be one. Sure. But um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like squirrels would be real fucking motherfuckers. I'm in. All right. And, I'm in. and here's my logic with that. Like, we got a tree that goes over our driveway, and it has some type of super gross berries on it that are probably toxic to everybody except squirrels, except right? Squirrels. Yeah. And these mother, yep, and and they know what they're doing, yeah. like so. Carrie Park shacking your Jeep. Oh, dude, Carrie parks her car underneath it, <laughs> and like I, I, I'll go out there and I'm like, what is all over your? How how are all these broken up berries all over your car? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, because if they fall out of this tree, they're not going to hit it and break, right? Not the grape ladying them. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, dude, <laughs> they're just so finally on the berries. Yeah, hear me, hear me out. So the yeah. other day, I look out the fucking window, and it's like my second story window. It's even with the tree, and there's this mo- this squirrel, and he's just like like you know how like Cookie Monster would eat shit. None really actually goes yeah. down his right, gullet because right. it's just like, so, I don't, I, I, that's, that's what this squirrel, he's like, there's a, there's a <laughs> tiny piece of the inside of this berry that he wants. And so he's just like, meh. And then he has it in his little fucking shitbag squirrel hands. Yeah. And what does he do? <laughs> he throw. He doesn't even, like, he throws it down on my wife's truck. He just truck. wants the water content. Oh, yeah, and he, and he does that. And then he eats yeah. another one. And, and then I look out the window and we make eye contact. And this fucking asshole, just like when they're eating at your fucking bird feeder or whatever, they know how long it would take for me to get downstairs, get out, and he's like, eh, I've weighed all this out. And he looks at me, and he just, now eye contact, like, look at this, Charles, like this. Bitch. (laughs) Just fucking raining. Held him up in both paws. Raining, you know, crab apple or shitbag berries, whatever these things are, (laughs) down. Kind of just Jordaning it. And so I feel like if I could have a conversation with him, he would look in the window and he's like, hmm, what are you, uh, oh, hold on. I'll finish the berry here. Uh, I don't even like it. Uh, what are you going to do? another one. You're going to get your fucking busted ass down. You're going to, what are you going to put your slippers on and then come out here and yell at me? I'm fucking faster than shit. I like and I'm the in idea, a tree. I like the idea of him looking at you and just be like, fuck your house. Yeah, fuck just fuck it. Car. And then. <laughs> insult to injury also the poop he does it too he shits there he's like he's like why not i'm already done and yeah i think like i would put squirrel up there because like look at them they calculated they look at the bird feeder too like oh man you put all the sunflower seeds That's out for legit. the birds you like <laughs> the fuck you did it's mine what do i look that? like a bird mm-hmm. yeah and they're just they're they're a rodent and they're awful and I'm sorry, and I know like people think they're cute and all that, but I feel like they would be the most like diabolical, shitty, I'm, like roasty. Like, what are you gonna not do? Mad come, about get me, that at all. come get me, fat guy. Come on, okay. Oh, Brett, you got a you got kind of a bad leg. By the time you get down the stairs, I will have chewed through not only all these berries, but one of the four brake lines on this truck. For yeah. sure. So fuck off. Also, Bye. maybe the power lines coming yeah, to your house. Knows? We'll see how much I, I want you to. And do nobody right. knows. Nobody knows like 
I don't know. It just feels like That's, a non value added animal. No, you, know, in. you know why I love that is that was I was think I was contemplating saying squirrel and the reasoning <laughs> for it is so the squirrels around my house Oh been there. Always yep. they always they always have like mm-hmm. food stuff, like real food. Yeah. They're like eating white castles and shit yeah. in my driveway. Last summer and I took a photo, one of my favorite photos I've ever taken in my life. No bullshit. I was sitting in the Jeep, pulled out of the garage, sitting in the driveway waiting for Marty to come out. A fucking squirrel jumped on the hood of my Jeep with a, a bun, like a like a bun, and was looking in my eyes as he was eating a bun, just sitting on the like road. a full hamburger bun. Yeah, yeah like just a, staring. Dude, at you. I have the photo. I will if I can find it. Yes. I will post it to our stream because yeah. it's it's one of the coolest photos I've ever taken. He's literally eating a, like a burger bun. Yeah, just looking at me. He climbed all the way on top of the hood yeah. while I'm waiting. It's idling. He wanted to make a point out and of it. And he was yeah. sitting there just eating a bun. Just you know where he got that bun? Casually looking at me. Your kitchen. Yeah. 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 You didn't even yeah. know it. He went in there and he got that. He's like, I just want to let you know that I know <laughs> how to get burger in. Burger buns. It took me four days to make. For <laughs> there you go. <laughs> for, <laughs> my, for, perfect, for my perfect. Burger. Remember how you thought you made five and you could no, could only find four? Oh, look! Shit. Look at me now, Charles. Yeah. I'm, uh-huh. I'm 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 the burger man. I'm now. the baker now. I'm the baker now. Look at me now. Yeah, Those like so, bones. like yeah. Period. End <laughs> on mine. Uh. This is gonna be like a squirrel, maybe. Not even a chipmunk. Chipmunks are adorable, no. but like squirrels are just like they would be sassy bitches. For they're sure. fucking awful, and like that motherfucker <laughs> just sitting in the tree looking just and just like I said, I feel like he wasn't even eating the berry. He was nope. just dismembering it and going. Yeah. And I've never seen I've never seen an animal like actually like. Go like this, like I'm shaking my hand. Like, but he's like mm. shaking his hands, like "Ugh, gross, get it off me." So he's trying to dry his fingers. Yeah. Mm. Oh, by the way, that it wrecks paint. See ya. Where are you going? Don't I, worry about it. Yeah. Back to fucking Squirrel Town. This is what Red. happens when you fuck a stranger, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> Brett. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> it right I here. In the ass. In the ass. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And a good Sorry. day to you, sir. Uh, all right. So, Squirrel. Charles, are you going to Wad? Are you going to Wad? Are you going to Squirrel? <laughs> no, I'm going to give you the most obvious answer of all time. Cats, dude. Cats. They have such varied personalities. Uh, like my own cat. I don't think I don't think he'd be that funny. I don't think he'd be that funny. But cats. Lucky? I could see yeah. Lucky being like a Stephen Wright. Hey, by the way, Just credit. Super dry. Credit. Like I know your cat's name, Lucky, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what's up? Lucky. Yeah. So he's a friend of the pod. He's sassy, but he's a guest of the pod. I don't know if he'd be. I don't know if he'd be funny. But cats, yeah. cats oh, have such sure. varied yeah, yeah. personalities that if I if every cat I encountered had a different personality, and then you could kind of go down the line with how funny each of them would be, you'd have such a wide spectrum of hilarity that mm. you could draw from. I'd have this neighborhood cat that I would know would be like a great <laughs> talking mm-hmm. foil for me. So I'd have to find. Do you picture him as like kind of like a tough, like, because he's a neighborhood cat? Is he more like a Fonzie with like yeah. a leather jacket? Hey. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, hey. But not unlike human beings, right? Yeah. Humans. Some people you have a rapport with. Some people you can talk shit to. Some people just can't. They just, it, you can't do it. Like, I have friends where I know that I shouldn't talk shit to them because I know that they don't receive it right. in, in the way that I'm intending for them to receive it. But then I have friends that I talk merciless shit to and talk merciless shit to me or like varying degrees. Some talk crazy shit to me and I don't talk quite as much to them. And some I talk a lot of shit to and they take it really well. 
they don't necessarily give it to me in return with cats because cats are fucking weird, dude. They all have such unique personalities. Yeah. No. It would be really fun to talk they shit don't. with cats. No. Yeah, they're they all awful. They Oh, they can all be awful, but in different ways. In beautifully <laughs> different ways. I would I'll agree with you. I would love to hear Harold our seventeen pound orange tabby. <laughs> okay, what yeah. okay, Rodney right, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a good one. I got a good one. Yeah. So you have a seventeen pound orange, orange tabby. Cat, yep. And and Charles's cat, Lucky, is like this pretty pounds. Svelte yeah. black cat. Yeah. Okay, quick shot out of a canon question for you. You get to pick celebrity voice mm-hmm. who is your cat's monologue. Ron Swanson. <laughs> not even not even Nick Offerman, <laughs> specifically Ron Swanson. What's yours? I was going to say Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. I mean, for Lucky? your cat? No, for, for no, Harold. I don't think Harold is just, concerned. Just like me. I don't know Harold that well. I don't think Harold is concerned about well. whether or not he's getting respect. I don't, mm-hmm. All right, Ben, I don't know. I've never met your cat. I've yeah. met yours, and I know who the voice of yours would be. Alan Rickman. Oh. Alan Rickman. Oh, yes, 100%. Ooh, wait, Alan Rickman. Okay. Rest yeah. in peace. But uh, aspirationally, I'm going to say Louis Black. Charles. Aspirationally. I would love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Rickman is right but the I, fuck on. But I just I, feel like he would talk like this and he'd be like, uh, <laughs> Charles, welcome home. Well, this is hey, yeah. yet the same meal yes. again, Charles. Ah. Lucky's sassy, Predictable. but he's Lucky's Predictable. Like moody, you know? Like, he's sometimes super chill and sometimes yeah. very spastic. But, I, I mean, I have limited interaction, that. but I want him to be Alan Rickman, okay. and I know nothing I like about it. your cat. Ooh, yeah, honestly, like now thinking about that dynamic, Harold's probably closer to Danny McBride and Eastbound and Down. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. Are you kidding? You'd have to answer Cat. If you, you'd have to answer Cat if you thought your cat was Danny McBride. Oh, dude, that's, how about Danny? How about uh, Danny McBride and This Is the End? No, honestly, probably closer. Like, legitimately, Harold is that. We've person. all seen that, right? Danny McBride's yeah. always Danny McBride, though. Yeah, because no matter what he does, he's. I will shoot your dick off. You don't have enough bullets, bitch. Because he's typecast, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, he loves it. I'm into it, no matter what. Yeah. No, I. I, Oh man, that's (laughs) that's pretty legit. Oddly enough, though, uh, I I didn't pick that. Uh, For me, if I could if I could listen to the shit that was being talked to me, (laughs) I am fascinated by my dog. Dogs are too kind. I, I. disagree with mm. Millie. I think she's talking shit the entire time. So it's time. not like an up okay. situation where the dog is just no. always like, you are my new friend. Yeah. No, Millie is so 100%. it's not dogs, it's your dog. It's my dog, yes. I guess I would love to know what my dog is saying, but when it comes to who I want to battle with, yeah, yeah. fucking spiders. Ooh. Because no. I have I have a mm. one-sided conversation Ooh. every time with spiders. Because it's like now you die. No, <laughs> I save... Die. I save <laughs> and bring outside, and I have a conversation. The that entire spider time. would that spider would kill you the first chance it gets, Ben. Understandable, but I want to have that shit talk battle. <laughs> Just I want to be able to talk about it. Like, all right, I see you on the ceiling in my bathroom, and I'm going to go and get a jar, and you're going to think that I'm doing something awful to you, and what I'm doing is saving your life because the only other option is either I smush you or I smush burn the whole house down. Okay, and what's the spider saying? Th- that's what I want to know. Oh. I want to be like, bro, do you even understand? I am putting you in contact oh. with your food source. Splinter just gave me a way better answer. Fox because you're looking. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What did you say? Sorry. I said Splinter just gave me a better answer. Foxes. Dude. F- okay. First of all. <laughs> sorry. I don't No, Digress. <laughs> it does not make my brain work to know that foxes don't bark like dogs. So please, if you don't know this fact, Go Google a fox much barking shit. right now. Yes, yeah. Right. But they would talk too much. Yeah, shit. they would be like a Karen <laughs> like, in stop. every YouTube video. Please stop. 
But I want to have the conversation <laughs> with the spider. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm already having it one, one-sided. And I want to know, like, bro, what did you think you were going to do? What mosquitoes do you think you're going to find by building a web in the corner of my shower? Okay, okay what shit would they talk, and what's the? But what's that's the, what I want to know. I want on, to know what's like, the spider's voice? Like, uh, <laughs> like some super high voice. Like, hey, no. motherfucker, I'm just trying to hear, like, trying to oh, live. Oh, see, I was going more like a super chill voice. So, like, all right, you be you. All right. You be you, and you're gonna you're gonna grab me and put me in a All jar, right. and you're t- okay. Go. I'm gonna be like, hey, listen, Mr. Spider, yeah. I respect what you're uh-huh. doing right now, but yeah. I can't have you living in the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, My wife is gonna okay. freak uh, out. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna bring you uh, okay. to where you're gonna be closer well, to your. Food. Oh no! So like, here's what I was thinking: is like, I thought I'd come in here. First of all, it's freezing out. Okay, it's freezing out, and I was out there. Um, also, like. Um, it's humid in here. It's good. There was there was a bug before. I'm so sorry. Totally get it, but bro, yeah, this I'm isn't so gonna work. So um, here's there's two options. Whoa, what do you? Whoa, the jar. Oh, first oh, option, like a glass yep. jar. So we're gonna um, go in here. First option. Okay, is what if be, I just? Oh yeah, I'll go. I'll go no, 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 no. I'm gonna get down from the corner. Nope. No, oh, we're no? already done. We're already oh, done. So fuck. here's the deal. You're either gonna Dude. go back outside where oh, the food is, fuck. or or uh-huh. I can let you live with a stick and a leaf. Mm. And maybe a hole punctured for air. I don't know if you need it. Ah, uh, I, I guess. But pretty much, uh, you live there till you die. All right, man. I get it. Like, see, like I don't think it's a high voice. I think it's more like I think he's more. I think he's more disgusted in himself. He's just like he might be. Ah, fuck, man. Right. I have had honestly. I have had one more one-sided conversations with spiders than anything else in my house. Spider. Cat, squirrel, which is the name of our new stripping trio. Spider cat squirrel. You have to decide who's <laughs> what, and that will determine our dance style. I think we have to live by what we. I'm gonna be the fucking squirrel. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, fucking amazing. Oh, I don't. Fuck. I don't care. Like no matter that's what. A, that's a good question, Ben. And no matter what you do. Yeah. <laughs> The idea of us stripping to those three terms next is com- funny no matter what. Coming which. up next on the stage is Squirrel. All right. Squirrel Chuck. Cheers. Cheers. Let's move along. Catch up. All right. Let's move along. Let's move along. <coughs> move along. Oh, Go on. All right. Topic number four. Okay. This is good. Actually, this is a little bit of a callback. We were talking about this when you were talking about Nova. So when you brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah, this is an upcoming topic in a sense. So, Splinter, name one thing that makes you super comfortable when you walk into a bar. Ooh. That one thing that makes you think, okay, I can stay here for a while that sets a bar apart for you personally. That's a really good question. Um, and it's that's uh, an interesting answer. All right, so what, once again, to, to, to reiterate, what makes me comfortable in a bar? Correct. Yeah, like I think when you walk into a bar that you're like, wow, I feel really at home here. Or, you know, it, it could be like the it's a human thing. element. No yeah. hesitation. It's the human element. Staff be- or patrons. All the above. Okay. Like the vibe that that the other humans in that bar give give mm. off. And God, I hate it. Like, yeah, the human. But like the other people in that bar mm-hmm. give off. Because um, I've been to like really, really high-end cocktail bars. Like, you know, um, you know, I've chased the, the top 50... North American bars quite a bit, and I've been to yeah. uh, Kumiko. I've you Dante, know Dante, what's up? Yep, been to uh, you know Mace, been to yeah. uh, 
multiple death and co-locations, Dante, all these, all these cool spots. Right. Um, but, and then they've all blown me away, but not because they're beautiful spaces, which they are not because the, the drinks are next level, which they are, but because, um, the people on the other side of the bar made me feel incredibly comfortable. Mm, yep. And, um, that's what curates the clientele. Right. So that's where it starts, right? Like the, the people behind the bar yeah, yeah, are what yep. what curate and what allow whatever's happening on the other side of the bar to happen. I've never been at never been at a bar where I'm like, well, the bartender's management ownership is amazing, but the clientele sucks. Yep. Never been there. And there's a reason yep. for that, right? Like it's environmental. Yep. It, I, it, I totally agree with it, that. It, that, that. That's that's what makes it happen. So for me, what makes me incredibly comfortable is 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 that people behind the bar, and that also goes from these amazing, um, you know, top top fifty bars in North America, top five bars in North America, all the way down to um, what would be considered a quote unquote neighborhood bar or a quote unquote dive bar. Um, all the way, like I look at. Uh, my favorite bar in the United States is Brunson's on Payne Avenue in St. Paul. That bar is fantastic. It's a fantastic bar. Um, it's, you know, it's never going to win a James Beard Award for drinks or whatever. It maybe should for food because Torrance bangs out food amazingly. But I just know for a fact that that staff curates the right clientele in there. And I always feel comfortable there. And it, it's a level of comfort. And it's it starts behind the bar. Yeah, that that's that's what it means for me. Not what the menu is. Not what their signature drink is. Not what they're known for. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about in this podcast how you can take the same great food and beverage experience and amplify it to like the tenth degree by having a great service experience. It changes everything. Like. Oh yeah, and they're they're all they're all hand in hand. But yeah, like, also, I feel like if you have that staff element behind the bar of the people that are curating and fostering the right people on the other side of the bar, yep. I, the, the drinks, everything's there. It's 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 they're all mutually inclusive of each other, right? We have access to a lot of the same booze. It's not the cocktail. It's yeah. not. I just have. So, what do you think, Ben? Like, what's your my? So my my thing is actually very similar, uh, but it's. Can I find an aspect of that establishment having fun with itself? Yes. And whether that's like something kitschy and retro that they have up on the wall or some sort of like a funny in-joke pun on the menu. I, I really, the, the places that I feel the most at home are the places that mix a, a, a high element of craft with a low level of self-importance. Mm -hmm. And I think every dive bar that I've ever fallen in love with has followed that exact mantra. And I think that that's something that I really, really value in that I can go to a really nice establishment and I can have a beautiful dinner, but I can also 100% walk away feeling like I don't belong in that scene at all. Sure. And I'll still enjoy that that meal and I'll still feel grateful for that experience. But the things that attract me are when I feel like I am a part of that because I found my people. And that, that's what that, it's all about. That all establishment for yep. me is or the way that that's established for me, I guess I should I should say, is 
that's when I walk in somewhere and I'm like, oh, these are my people. What's and your I, spot? Well, so there, there's a number of them. Like, uh, like in New York, if you go to Old Town Bar, I love the fact that it's in the middle of Manhattan where everything around it is crazy new and, and sanitized to the point of it feels like a hospital waiting room. And then you have like this gross old bar that's been there for 100 years. And the minute that you walk in, like the first thing that I saw was you have, you know, all the booze in the back bar and then pulled close were a bottle of Frenette, <laughs> a bottle of Malort, a bottle of uh, ancient age whiskey. So do you also f- do this? I feel like you're like me where you're like, yeah. oh, those are, that's a lot of cool whiskey. What are your Amaros and right. digestifs? Right. Like, okay, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved walking in and knowing that not only were they on the back bar, but they were yep. also pulled out because yep. it's so frequently poured. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm in. Uh, another great example of that, um, like if you go to, to Vegas, the Hard Hat Lounge, you're maybe a mile off the strip. There's plenty of money that's floating around there. You walk in and there is a literally handwritten sign taped to the back wall that says, we have the coldest goddamn high lifes in Nevada. Okay. Hard I'm, hat. I'm, I'm already I've not in. been there. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm already in. Yeah. Like you see the, the, uh, 8-bit Nintendo digital graphic poker yep. machines yes. inlaid yes. in the bar. It, I can't see anybody smoking, but it for sure smells like people smoke here. Hell every yeah. night as soon as they close yep you know like that is that's when i when i walk in and i see it and i love it like you need a hard hat here more than you do in a construction site yep. again just on a random uh sign on the wall they're having fun with it that's that's what i love because that's where no matter what i'll go to the like the highest end food spot i'll go to the highest end cocktail spot but the first thing i want to do after that is go to where every one of those people go when they get off work <laughs> Tony and, that's it. and I went to Denver. Which Tony? Uh, Tony Hogan. Right. We went a few weeks ago, and uh, we went to Death and Company mm. because you do, yep. like you know, you check it out. But we went there pretty much exclusively to ask where we should go. Totally, I get um, that. Got it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Johnny on the spot. But it was a bar because we sat there. We had a couple cocktails, and it was killer. But uh, ask them, like, uh, when you guys get off, like, where do we go get a drink? And that's the move, right? You go to Death & Co., you go to all these rad bars, and you say, like, where are you guys going to get a drink? You go to Lung- Youngblood in San Diego and be like, hey, when you're done, where do you go get a cocktail? Yep. He's like, I'm going to send you to, what is it? It's called, like, American, uh, I don't know, it's right, it's, 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 it was oh, a block away. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Chad Larson, uh, formerly of... The Twin Cities used to work there. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, anyway, sorry. But, but yeah, no, but we went there and, like, not divey, but kind of divey. And they had, like, four single-barrel Weller yep. uh, selections up there. He's like, oh, yeah, we we did all those. And there's, like, f- it was four foolproof single-barrel Wellers. I'm yep. like, uh, wow, okay, that, that's rad. You used um, to have that. Yeah, and then also um, when you were saying, like, where the Fernet is and, you know, where the Aperol is and all that. They had a speed pour in the Fernet. Yes, there you and, go. And that's something that right away, like if I if I go into a bar and I see that if the screw off top is off the bottle and there's a speed pour in things like Aperol and Fernet, I'm like okay. And um, yeah, we we went there. American Bonded 
There you go. American Bonded. Yep. But we went there and and Tony and I, yeah, we got we got drunk and like the dude was just like, Oh yeah, we do uh yeah, we do Weller picks every now and again. You wanna try some? And and like we had a blast there, but like I like going to that the fancy bar and finding you know, where the, what do the fancy bartenders go drink afterwards? So. There was, uh, uh, I think I've told the story before, but uh, when my ex and I were in New York, we went to La Esquina, and it was fantastic, and we had some really amazing high-minded uh, Mexican food. And on our way out, we asked the security guy, like, where yep. would you go if you got cut right now? And he goes, oh, it's like two blocks up and one block over. It's called the Gold Bar. And so we're like looking for a sign that says the gold bar. And then I just see a periodic table like AG. Oh, I get it. And I was it. like, all right, the gold bar. Yeah, I get it. So I opened the door to walk in and the guy is putting up the second stool on the bar. And he just froze and he looked at me. And I was like, oh shit, are you guys closed? And he goes, well, what are you coming in for? And I said, well, honestly, we were going to do a round of Coors Banquets and a yep. round of Fernet. Yes. And he literally took the chair yep. back down, took the other chair and he goes, all right. I love that. I do so that too. Four and a half hours later. Yep. Yep. The bar's packed. It's all bartenders, all servers. Everybody's going crazy. There was a, a fat tire bike that they were giving away. The people were just like literally like bicycling around the bar area. Get it down. And, and he came up to me and he's like, dude, thank you so much for reminding me to stay open because this is like probably the most. Yep. Like financially beneficial night of my life. Oh, that's what you want industry people well, in your bar, bar clothes. Yep. And that was it. Because what are they going to do? They're not going to ask for a fucking shake and, hey, Ben, what's your favorite um, espresso martini riff? No, it's like, I want a fucking high life and a bump of fernet. Yep. What, what flavors of blended daiquiri? Nope. Nope. Yeah. We're not doing that. It's, I, I, we just wanted a Coors banquet and a shot of fernet because we just had an incredible meal and this is kind of going to be the end of the night. And then again, you, you find that spot, yeah. and the end of the night is four hours later. We've yeah. had multiple rounds of both. Can we right. get more? How do I get more ice? I'm going to go do that. So, I got to pee, too. Okay. Can Why you go do it? that? Yeah. Help yourself. Is this thing? Yeah, yeah. Where, you, just, you is it, is it in, like, a freezer up there, or obviously? The ice? Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring the tray down. You can just head to the restroom if you need to. This is the best. <laughs> Brent's got to pee. <laughs> you do, too. I know. But you want to go, go first? I'll go first. What's the next question? Well, no, no Charles still has to answer. We're here for it. Yeah, I mean, the I I love the ways that you approach this, but we each obviously have different methodology. For me, I'm an aesthetic person, so if it comes to like wanting to stay somewhere, and I make a first impression when I walk mm -hmm. into a bar. When I walk into like a really nice cocktail bar, I almost never feel like I'm going to spend an extended period of time there. Sure. I never walk into, you know, cause I do a lot of the top 50 bars in, in the world shit too. Yeah. But when you go to those places, you're like, I'm going to have two to four cocktails and then I'm going to politely vacate my seat for someone else who probably is here for the same reasons, right? When I think about a place that I'm going to be super comfortable and burrow into my seat and spend a lot of time there, I want to walk into a place that almost stumbled into an aesthetic that just happened to it. Yes. Not happened due to uh, uh, actual intention. Yep. And in many cases, that's just like a really cool, what can most closely be 
consider a dive bar. Yes. Right? So it's a great, for instance, when I was in San Diego, uh, not the last time, but the time before I was with Marnie, and we were hanging out with Nick Hemfer, friend of the podcast. <laughs> and uh, we were bopping around. We were at like some cool bars. We went to a tap room that's like right on the waterfront. Wish I could remember which one we were at. But we were walking back to the car, which was across this really busy, and I've mentioned this on the podcast, this exact bar, across this busy um, street. And we walk across like Frogger. We make it all the way across. And we were about to arrive to the car. And when we'd, we'd walked to that tap room, I noticed that there was this funky little bar with like big shutter doors and it looked real dingy and I was like let's stop in here and see if they have some cold high life let's just stumble into this place so we did and it was like this dark dank uh pinball machine filled old like old scratchy bar with um the the tin the tin panels on the roof which is that's for me, that's almost like a hallmark. If I see like those tin panels on a roof, I'm like, yeah, that's like old. one of those aesthetic hallmarks where you, if you see it's that, old. you're like, okay, yep. this is a place that is like a comfortable, warm feeling mm-hmm. spot where you can linger for as long as you like, which varies from, you know, going into like a, a fine cocktail bar and feeling like this is great, but I got to leave. Right. Cause you feel like they're just, there's a reservation behind you and they're like, even, you know, even that notwithstanding, you know, we, you seldom feel, feel like when you walk into a place like that, that you can hang out all day, right? I'm going to hang out here all fucking day. But when you walk into a bar like that with the tin roof, the scratchy bar with like etchings in it that are naturally occurring, never mind someone scratching their name into it, yep. just like a weathered bar. So many people have, have had the same ideas I've had where they want to hang out here all night. Yep. And when I walk into a bar like that and you nestle into a booth, you say to yourself or to the people that you're with, fuck, I could, man, I could just hang out here. Yep. Which is what happened at that bar in San Diego. Yeah. Where we went to all these cool places and we walked in this random bar because it just looked, it just looked like it had that vibe. Yep. And I was like, let's confirm. And we walked in. in Spoiler the alert. moment yeah. we passed that precipice, I was like, hey, do you have high life? Yep. Popped it up on the bar. Ice fucking cold. Yep. We nestled in this booth with like the bubbly red uh-huh. leather, yeah. With the, all the little push buttons in it, yep. and it was all scratched. There's up may, the, may, maybe a cut with that's been taped over. Yeah, with a slightly like, off color red tape. They bring those yeah. like janky plastic cups full of ice water. It's more yeah. ice than water. Yeah, and you have your high lifes, and then you look at the liquor selection, and it's fine. You're like, I'll take powers. They bring <laughs> yep. you a shot of powers, and you got that ice cold high life and a cup of water. And you're just like, dude. And that's what I said to Marnie and Nick. I said, I could just sit here for the rest rest of the evening. Yep. I don't know where we got to be next, but I'd like to just sit here for a while yeah. and house like four to six of these high lifes and just take it in. And if you order like a, if you order like a powers and seven or whatever, <laughs> it's a triple. Yeah. You didn't mean, you know, you, know, right. like, you just watch that, that bartender do a six count into that for class. Sure. You're like, holy shit. And yeah. somehow, like, subversively and ironically to your point, Splinter, which is a, a great point, it's almost like places like that you don't care about 
the like the the level of the service yeah it's almost like a a white noise element it's just part of the environment because you're not necessarily there for you know the experience of the the human element and even when you look around you might see mostly people that you would not personally invite to your birthday party yep but you're like dude this is this feels good i like just sitting here nestling in the jukebox is playing the most random assortment of tunes and yep. the beer is cold and the shots are large and you're just like at home. That's the vibe that I look for when I want to just fucking hunker down Hell and yeah. hang out somewhere. Have you noticed that there are cities that don't, like they, they only pour shots at one ounce and then the other cities that pour that two and a half to three ounce like industry handshake? Yeah. I'm always fascinated. Like that's, I think that actually might, might be a, a second layer of it. Is when I see the little the like, little five ounce glass with the ridges, <clears throat> right? If you know. if if that's coming out like the mini rocks glass, yeah, right. Then I'm like, all right, we're in. Yeah, yep. Because I'm drinking shit light beer, so you know I'm not here yeah. to get like hammered. But also, isn't it crazy? There's only four shots in that hole for net bottle. Right. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> we just put that away. Fuck. Where did it go? Oh, fucking a. Well, I'll cheers to that shit. Uh, yeah. Let me get another rock in this one. Um, yeah, I, I upped you. You did up me. Also, again, going off of Charles's response, having the speed pour in the cocktail bottle is pretty amazing. Just making it easy on everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hmm. Well, I'm you teeing up, my I friend. I am, yeah. yeah so uh, here we are on the five. Is this the last question? No. Jesus. Uh, All right. Good thing, so, I, good thing I got another bottle in there that's topical to another episode. <laughs> uh, Splinter, have you, have you watched any of The Last of Us? <laughs> nope. Okay. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, I mean, so, in that it's a television program. I am... I am forever obsessed with the idea of the is, zombie apocalypse. Is this a Last of Us question? No. It, okay, good. No. But uh, I am forever obsessed with how, <laughs> how terrible looking around our society, how, how much worse things would be as soon as like basically everything got off the rails. So anytime there's a new, like The Walking Dead was huge for me. Anytime there's a new version of this, it's, it's science fiction without the future port. It's just fucking what, what would we be like if everything went sideways? So thinking about that, if shit went down and years passed, you know, we survived the first wave, years passed, and we're sitting around a fire, whether it's one year or five years later. Splinter. Yeah. What's the thing that you're missing the most from like our bougie-ass real world right now when all of the accoutrement of life have been stripped away. What's the thing that you would miss the most? Oh, good question. Right. So like, first of all, let's, let's drink to that. We all re-up during that. Let's Cheers. get it. Libations for everyone. Cheers. Drink, drinking shots and sharing thoughts. As Take we do. Shots. Yeah. Mm. Sipping if you wanted to get Sipping shots and sharing thoughts. Juicy. Uh, okay, so the zombie apocalypse happened. All the creature comforts of life are taken away. Stripped away. And we're basically living yeah. Boy Scout levels of... Naked and afraid levels of shit. Right. Um, 
And what's the thing that I miss the most? What, what's the thing when we're sitting around a campfire and everybody gets to that moment? Because you know that's what would happen is everybody would start talking about, like, what's the thing you miss the most? Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, I think for me... And if you want to think about it... No, I don't need to think about it any longer. I, I, I also, I don't... I love these shot out of a cannon questions because you get the most yeah. honest response and I don't want to be like, all right, somebody else go. Um, when the when the server comes, mm-hmm. are you guys ready? Ah, fucking let's go. I'll figure it out. Like, don't, don't come back. Don't start with yep. him over there. Let's go. Uh, it's going to be pooping related. Sure. Um, mm. Bathroom related. I'm not that far off. Uh, you, so, so for me. Damn, you're talking about a bunch of hairy butts, so that is salient. Yeah, so so here's what I'm saying is, like, for me, like, if all the creature comforts, and I assume that includes, like, uh, running water, yeah. access. Yeah, so for me, um, I'm going to, as weird as it sounds or as barbaric or gross, for me, being able to use the facilities sure. in a clean, mm. concise, and on my schedule. Ooh, um, that's big. Uh situation is incredibly important to me so if all that goes away like i, I watch naked and afraid quite frequently and i watch all the like those survival shows sure, sure, sure. and like the biggest thing for me would not be and i know that i would fail miserably at it let me be very clear but what i'd like to think that the linchpin for me would be like i just am i can't get comfortable pooping here mm-hmm. and i don't know that's, that's a big a thing one. for me peeing pooping one. um washing in that scenario not even showering like i don't care about that so much like i could find a way to like jump in a river and wash and use charcoal and limestone to be clean but like i don't know man not to get too weird but like personal hygiene around that area of my body and pooping is incredibly important to me i'm very regular with that scenario and that would be it for me like it's just like like oh, oh cool like i don't have a cool running water toilet paper and baby wipe scenario no, that's probably it for me. They don't cool. talk about mud butt on. That's what I'm daddy. saying. Like, it's I, a I, thing, man. It's, it's and, a thing. And anybody that denies that type of shit is lying to you. Yep. Like, that's yep. so. That's part of the reason that I asked this question is that I I think yet again we have an incredible show that is showing a great metaphor for how close we sort of always yeah. are to that level of, yeah. of lack of society. But like it's real. But they never. There's yeah. never a conversation. About the things that actually would make a difference. And shitting is 100%. Dude, it's important. What do you do with, if you're going to set up like little city enclaves, what do you do with all that shit? Human waste. The water grid is shut down. And also, let's also talk about the other thing where people are going to be getting sick. Mm -hmm. There's going to be vomit Mm -hmm. and there's going to be throw up. There's going to be poop. There's going to be waste. These are things that, like, I mean, what a sexy episode of your podcast. But I'm just saying, like, those yep. are the things. Like, I, I'm with you. Hey, man, back in the day, you know, when Romans were figuring out aqueducts and things like that, like, the reason they were success, successful, awesome, clean societies, they figured out how to get rid of poop. Correct. Like, no shit. They built above yes, ground. Yeah. And bo- like, it still yeah. has to be modus operandi. It does. Yep. It's like, I'm all right, you. cool. I'm like, so with you. You got to figure out a way to get rid of poop. And keep all that area clean because, yeah, that's where it matters. Dr. Awad. Damn. Damn. Uh, what do you think? Award. Award. I, th- I think I could perform admirably if, like, forced out into nature. I, I think I would do pretty well. But, you know, I think a lot of people think they would perform pretty well. I think that I would look at 
the trappings of, of the, the comforts that we have, especially if you're saying, you know, years later, hey, I made it anyways, right? We're saying that we made it. We're, right. we're chilling. We found a way to get by and a way to survive. Yeah. I think I would say I would look at, uh, especially knowing the person that I am today, I would look at um, being able to be readily served a hot meal by other people in, and never mind like the facility in which that, that occurs, but just being able to like yep. order mm-hmm. a meal that someone else composed and collected all of the various accoutrement and, and ingredients for, and they conceptualize it and everything. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that I would hunt the squirrels that Splinter hates and I would be eating them. Mm-hmm. And I think I would do a probably pretty decent job of foraging and, and, mm-hmm and putting meals together you'd survive yeah but i think if we're like reminiscing yeah. around a fire Dude. about the things we miss i would miss but, but how having- wild is that like to your point like just the fact we go to a restaurant and even a a very okay restaurant the ingredients on that plate are from it's crazy correct so many different sources and so many different locations yeah. and and like that's that's a great answer. Like this has cream and amaranth yeah. and lamb and mint and uh, yeah. uh, saffron and mm-hmm. garlic and like all the the litany Dude, of all those even things. Even dialing that way back, dial it way back from that even to the that that's a great answer because like even like here so like here's me, um, I brought this tequila fashion and I'm garnishing it with a grapefruit strap. That's nowhere near here well, right that's, now. Like, that's, what yeah, like, that's what made me think. Yeah, about. you can't get any of this shit even close by. If you took out the Not ability to ship things to other cities, even <laughs> even within yeah. a society, like what are you left with? Well, I mean, most of, especially this time of year. Okay, hello, we're in the Twin Cities right now. It's February, food desert. Correct. I would mostly be subsisting on animal proteins that I would be trapping. And pickle things, maybe. What's up? I said, and maybe pickled things. Maybe those berries that that sure. fuckbag squirrel is eating over my wife's truck. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> well, be, I wouldn't be telling the story around the fire if I was eating those. The squirrel would be like, now we're He'd eating this He'd be roasting that bitch. <laughs> yeah. But that's a, that's a great point, right? Like, Just like being able to have that ready access to yeah. someone who is preparing food for you. And you could just sit down and be like, here's this piece of plastic. Yeah. Now bring me Thank some you. shit to eat. I want to <laughs> eat the food. I want that one, that one, and that one. Would become such it would be increasingly become such a boring concept. This idea that you could just sit down and say, yep. "Here's this list of thirty things, and I want these four. I know in a very reasonable amount of time, right? Yep, served perfectly. Yep, exactly. When there was such a thing as currency, you know, yep. where you could just like exchange yeah. this invisible thing for sustenance. I know that I would just be like, oh, I miss just being able to sit down and say. Bring me a steak, bring yep. me wild mushrooms, bring me potatoes, bring me broccolini, bring me scallops, bring me oysters. <laughs> well, that, I mean, honestly, that's why I asked the question. Is, What's your answer? Like, I keep thinking about that. Like, as a, and I always, again, going back to like uh, George Romero's zombie shit, like, I've always been kind of obsessed with that because it's such a great metaphor to sort of how close we always are in society to completely falling apart. I always, I I think about these things. And while I 100% agree with you, Charles, that 
I would probably end up sitting around a campfire fantasizing about meals that I've had more. But the thing that I think I would fucking die for. Can I thing, guess? Go ahead. Music. Gold Bond medicated powder. You motherfucker. You, yeah, you, okay. We've said this to, huh? you said this to like a different, I don't remember what it was, but okay. Guys, this episode of Libations for Everyone is brought to you by Gold, Gold Bond, Bond medicated, medicated powder. powder. I'm like, I got my crew armed up at the Gold Bond factory. I would, I would <laughs> literally, here, here's the thing. I would, you want some Gold Bond, I would go to, I would go to crazy ends of the earth to keep my ability to play music like able to happen. Like I would, I would come up with generators, but the tough part about that is you can't cause noise. So I already understand that I die no matter what, because I snore. Okay. Like there's no specific way. Specific set of. Oh, wow. These so, there's, there's asterisks. Right? I'm, well, I'm just thinking about it, right? Like yeah. from, from the zombie portfolio. Like I do. Yeah. So immediately that's out of the question. If the electrical grid goes down, I'm snoring. Therefore, I am zombie food. Got it. Okay. So even if I figured out a Charles, way, this is how uh, we live. To re-break my nose. Portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> even if I can re-break my nose to not snore as much as I do, there's no oh, fucking. There's Dude, no- also, but also bullshit. Gold bond is the one thing. <laughs> that's it. The one thing. Let's go. Let's get. If it, you though. can't shower on a regular basis. You can. Why can't you? Where's the running water coming from? We don't need to run, we're going to find a stream or a creek. Of course, but in in the grand scheme of things, zombie access Jesus. You know, zombie Jesus. is going to be tough. Yep. There's no fucking way. Dude, I just find it hard to believe that that's your F- one fucking five thing. To, uh, again. Over over like foodstuffs? I wanted foie gras terrine, so I guess. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I will lust over foie gras terrine. Uh, I'm sorry. Are but, these quail eggs over medium? But, right in the trash. But day in and day out? Yeah, exactly. I think you poach these 15 seconds <laughs> yeah. too long. Okay, Can we try so again? We'll throw Cheaper those than out. chicken eggs now. Shit. I will just say that <laughs> at the end of the day, that's it. That's, I, if you want if, if to, if I have to exist day in and day out, thinking about it if i'm at a scenario where i can't have that anymore yeah that's fair that's what i'm going to be lusting over hold up could you where, make, could you make yourself a gold bond well you have to use a shitload of talc which i don't know how to mine but i guess we could probably Not with that attitude that out, right <laughs> again nobody's giving me permission to <laughs> oh mine. shit so i need to figure <laughs> that out you need menthol call back oh, i guess uh uh but yeah I, I i just zinc oxide acacia come back zinc uh, sounds come easy back, some zinc. powdered spearmint like i i i just i think that's the thing that I would be the least able to exist without. Right, I could ben, mourn a meal. I could mourn a meal. Ben, I could I'm, think about yeah. something beautiful. I'm gonna back it up. Also, I didn't go to any like like actual like food or water thing. I talked about pooping, so I can't really yuck your yum here. I go ahead and yeah. do it. No, but like, but talk like, eh. shit all you want. But guess what? When I'm sitting on an empire, because that's what when everybody went for food, I'm going for all the gold bond. Okay, but I think also what's great about the three things that we said. We have really high confidence levels in ourselves that we're going to get food. We all for sure. Like I think it's implicit though, because we basically said that we'd survive for a long time. Okay, yeah. So we'd be like we survive. Right. So it would, be, also, it would be creature comfort. Yeah. I gave that. I gave that yeah, as, that's fair. as a predilection. Yeah, where we yeah. survived okay. through the first. Got it. Cool. So technically, so, yeah. I guess but also, it's like, fair. I want, I, I'm seeing like five years in. That's right, what I'm yeah. fantasizing about. So recapping that question, gold bond. Uh, like a Pablo Escobar yep. amount on my entire nether reasons. 
Nether reasons? Nether regions. <laughs> there we go. Jesus. Nether reasons. Nether and reasons. <laughs> Charles, like, just ordering whatever food he wants. Be a comfortable pooping scenario. I, I feel like that's a pretty good group. We could form a camp. We would, yeah, we'd be the most sought after one for sure. Because, yeah. like, the practical reasons are going to be shit like. Because what's funny is it's like, so water. everyone else was going you out know. and, like, fighting for, like, water, and we knew we'd have that. So Quam went and got a stash of gold bond. I went and got a semi's worth of, like, porta potties, yep. but the nice ones. The good ones. You know, with the, the, the shitty sinks in them. And Charles, like, Hired a kid with I was gonna, acorns. I was going to say, hired so a like catering company. <laughs> you cooking for us, son. We have, we, hired a kid. We have, we have, I got a chef. Our, our, camp is, our camp is surrounded by an impenetrable wall on both sides of just food trucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So with all the windows pointed uh, in. Uh, it just plays into all of us. <laughs> consensual so chef. There it is. Who doesn't love a consensual right. <laughs> This is great. Oh, my God. How long are we into this podcast? Uh, Max's podcast went over three and a half hours. Yeah. Four, well, what, how far? In reality, it went, <coughs> it went longer. In reality, it went four hours yeah. plus. Uh, but also, so after this tequila old fashion, um, I do have. You weren't kidding. You actually do have another. Uh, yeah, I do. I love you. It's topical, too. So it's a cream or like a, a gel? What's it's a topical? It's a topical ointment. Uh, no, so um, I did my I did my homework. I listen to the podcast. I love the pod. I do. I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't make it through all the episodes cover to cover, but I make it through a lot of them cover to cover. And um, yeah, Max, I mean, it's you know, it's only like 300 hours of content. So that's it's three and a half hours of content. And the only reason I don't make <laughs> like it through cumulatively, it cumulatively like 300 hours. <laughs> A lot. Like, I don't have a lot of windshield time. I don't drive very far. Um, but I do I do listen to it on my uh, my little AirPods, or as my wife calls them, AirBuds, which is actually a dog that does basketball. Correct. We got the cool ones, though. Yeah, uh, we, yeah we, don't, we don't have the com- crappy ones. Complete, have the complete side note. <laughs> Look up the original uh, review of AirBud by Jeff Strickler in the Star Tribune. Oh, God. It got, got a four, <laughs> four out of five stars. It's one of my favorite... Not sarcastically intended, but sarcastic. I brought it up to my wife the other day. Okay. I said, I said, just think how long Airbud's been dead. And she was like, ah. Oh. Like, look, look it up. Long the, the review of Airbud <laughs> yeah, is dude. one of, like, basically, Jeff Strickler, our local at the time is movie he critic. Still? I have no idea. Jeff, but, the but, Stickler, Strickler. Is are you have him on the show? He basically was like, this, like, Airbud should have been nominated for an Academy podcast. Award. <laughs> anyway, when I'm listening to your show on my AirBuds slash AirPods, uh, I listened to the Max Max Theory episode all the way through because he's one of my best friends. And Never I heard think of he's him. He's an amazing guy. Uh, I know you have. He was your last guest, but he oh, brought up a witty anecdote. Um, him and my friend Murphy were over. Um, I'll give you the backstory on how they ended up coming over. TFTI, yeah. Yeah. I love that you, it seemed like you just forgot the story for one second. I did. No, I didn't. No, the the, the important part is the backstory. Here's why. <laughs> so Murphy's like, hey, you want to get a beer? Yeah. And I know how that goes when my friend, you know, Murph wants yep. to get a beer. We were going to drink beer until six o'clock in the morning. Yep. And so I, it was like eight o'clock at night. And I'm like, yeah, man, you want to come over? Uh, you can come to my house and, you know, drink here. And then I get a text from Max, who is clearly in cahoots with Murphy. He's like, hey, I guess we're going to your house. And I just look at my phone like this. I go, 
And Carrie goes, what? I'm like, Max and Murphy are coming over. And she goes, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we were hanging out, and we were going to drink some cellar beers and, like, uh, listen to the episode with Max. But he's like, oh, I've never had a Toppling Goliath assassin. And I'm like, oh, cool. I, I have all those. Be- oh. Yep. Remember this? Yes. And so he's like, he's like, uh, let's, let's grab one. So I'm like, well, grab one out of my cellar. Grab one. So he grabs one. I'm like, oh, it's too warm to drink. Like an idiot. And I'm like, like a total fucking absolute JV move. I'm like, well, put it in the freezer to cool it down. Yeah. So I threw this fucking assassin, which is arguably one of the best barrel-aged stouts ever. Yeah. The homie Mike makes them. They're amazing. And I threw it in the fucking freezer. And the next day, because Max left before Murphy did, and Max, Max drops this. He's like, oh, man, how was that assassin? Just immediate, like, oh. cut to my face with eyes wide open. I'll just go get another freezer right now. And so it was in the freezer, and I don't think it froze. How long so, was it in the freezer? A not day? that long. 30 hours tops. <laughs> so it That's where that viscosity helps, well, actually. Well, guess what? Like Let's go. Maple I brought it. Let's I brought go. that actual bottle because Let's I expected party. to open my freezer and have it busted. The Charles Awad version yeah. of Assassin. So hold on. They all are. They stole my identity. Yeah. Which is why every time I will announce it as the Charles Awad version. This is a orange wax dipped. Yeah, we can. Uh, Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, with uh, the. Orange wax was what, like 2017? I don't know. 2016? But the point is, it's not, it didn't explode. Nope. So it's, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, it's big it's, shout out. The, the homie, I uh, want to shout out to Mike Sabo. That hasn't popped at Clark, all. Clark Louie. Yeah. Eric Hild. All the best, the best, the best people down there. We can get yeah, the, open it up. Let's drink right, it. We can either right, get the right, wine right. service from upstairs or if that's extra thick, I, I, I have think a, you can do it. I have a knife cutter upstairs too. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find a blade. Uh, Charles, do you want to ask the last question, and I will figure this out. Saber it. Saber it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Splinter. Yo. Regale us with a story about a real good time you had with someone in this room. <laughs> It's pretty open-ended. <laughs> that that worked perfect because Quam literally just stepped out. Yeah. So I was like, man, a, re- <laughs> a really good time that I had with somebody in this room. Well, Charles, even even with Ben going to open that bottle, it's going to be with you. Um, one one of my really good friends. Very uh, very humbled to say so. Flattered. Uh, but I think I think one of the best things about my friendship with you, Charles, is. is uh, I'm going to probably put it down on uh, going to dinner with you at Momofugo Co., actually. Mm-hmm. Wh- the reason it was really cool is uh, you New kind York of... New York City, baby. What's that? New York City. Yeah, it was really cool because you asked me, like, it's my 40th birthday and I'm going to uh, go to Momofugo Co. I have this reservation. I'm going to go, you know, like all kinds of... We did a bunch of cool shit on that trip. Yeah. But... um I think the the coolest thing about it was uh, I like saying yes. So like, yeah, I don't know if you want to go or whatever. I'm like, yep, I'll go. Oh, yeah. And, like, I, I, I did that, and it's not always easy. Jesus, Ben, don't hurt yourself opening that 
bro. <laughs> that wax. It's also probably frozen some way, weird way. <laughs> we got crispy wax. Yeah. But, um, like, it was tough for me to do things, like, make your, your bachelor party, but I will always make sure I'm there. Like, I'm cool. I'm going to get a one-way flight to Chicago for your bachelor party. But I, dig- I digress. The, the answer, short answer, is going to an amazing dinner in New York with you. Um, being able to celebrate your 40th birthday with you and just, uh, you know, we got bossed up the night before. We had fun doing it, but like we were there at that dinner and I, I just, uh, I think it's really cool to be able to share really cool experiences with really cool people and, uh, you know, humbled and honored to, to be able to be a part of that experience with you. Pretty cool. Yeah, that was, that was fun. That was a dope ass meal. And our friend, Juno Choi, former podcast guest. Guest. Like made a call. He oh, knows someone there. And we're drinking some 1950s shit. Brought out some sudden. really beautiful stuff for us to drink. Yes, and we were like, oh shit, oh, man. Yeah, that was really fucking cool. It what was. Cool it spot. was. It was just very cool. And um, you know, like those are the types of experiences that that uh, you know, you remember for for a lifetime, right? Oh, absolutely. It's like yeah. I I love being able to. I use that experience a lot saying where like I've been to some really cool dive bars and I've also ate some incredible expensive ass bonkers Michelin starred meals and they all have their place right totally yeah and on that trip like we went to uh we went to Dante yes. and we got the Garibaldi and At, now I'm like morbidly obsessed with Garibaldi dude I they, took like, my my homie Terrell I yeah. made him go there I'm like you have to try this I'm like me oh, and Charles dude. went and fluffy OJ and Campari yes, fucked me up but like stupid. we did like so much in that trip and it was so fun. Yeah, hit me. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh thank you for that by the way. I want to I want to thank you for inviting of me. Of course, on thank you. Like, yeah, you took me up on it and you know, it's the kind of thing that you got to do that more, yeah. Yeah, you know, I always I always do that with like no expectations. I was, you know, it's like it's so saucy. It's still really good. Yeah, it's still yeah. super good. You know, I always I always like I'm super inclusive and I want my friends to be around, but I'm also comfortable either being just like by myself or just my, my wife and myself or yep. my brother and I, or like one friend, but I, I like to be like, yo, I'm going to shoot out for this trip. If you feel like, you know, you're feeling froggy, grab a flight. Yeah. And, and I did, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm infinitely thankful that you're one of, and, and this is going to sound bad, but you're one of a few friends in my life that will be like, yeah, I'll see you there. It doesn't mean that my other friends are no n- not as useful or something like that, but it's cool to know you have friends that because I'll still offer it up to I'll offer stuff like that up to a, a handful of people. Not everybody. I'll be like, yeah, come meet me in New York. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, ah, I can't do it, and they have reasons. But it's really cool to have friends in my life. In in you're in a small group where I can be like, come meet me in New York City for my 40th birthday, and you're like, say when. I'm like, okay. Let's well, I think party. that I think that plays into, you know, kind of kind of what we were talking about before, right? Where it's just like, okay, wait, what? Yeah, okay. I don't need permission. Yeah, life, life, life is life is too short. I'll be better at that. I want to give a quick shout out, um, same but different, to my my homies at Ology, and Max is a part of that, and he was on your your last episode. But they're like. Hey, you know what? Come down and make smash burgers at this thing we're doing. And I go, okay. And they're like, holy fuck. Like, wait, really? Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Yeah, I'll book a flight. 
and fly pelican cases <laughs> with ice packs with my pickles and stuff. So- yeah, we on the will. old C one thirties. Yeah, it's a lot cool if we good, but like, but like, you have to just make that stuff like absolutely happen. And so, yeah, to answer the question of uh, you know the coolest memory of somebody in the that yeah that's that's rad. That was fun for sure. And it, uh, you know also. Uh, we're blessed to have a lot of memories, you and I, of traveling all For over sure. the country. We've yep. been bi-coastal. We've been to all kinds of cool destinations together. Yeah, look, yeah. So we've had a we've had a lot of fun times. It's almost hard to pick because we've just really tore it up. The consortium holding spaceship is beaming yeah, us up, right? Yeah, Beam me up. So Ben, the the the, the question yep. is obviously uh, we'll we'll kick it over to you. Like, yeah, I best best memory with somebody in this room. I mean, it, Charles, it's hard to answer this without seeing this show. Right. Yeah. For like, us, especially. Yeah. Like our, I was going to say, like, I, you like, guys built something so cool. I, I, I can't. This, I think if I'm right, this is episode 75. It is. And, yeah. and the amount of people that have become friends that I probably never would have overlapped with or interacted with. And especially never interacted on an amount of intimacy that we do on this show. Like, that's crazy to me. And given the fact that you and I were friends, but not necessarily, like, deep friends when we started this, is wild. Like, the amount of things that you and I have shared with each other, both on the show and then, like, afterwards when everybody else left, is kind of wild. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I... I will say that this relationship between the two of us has changed the way that I view my other male relationships in that we should be more open. And I, I, I will never be able to thank you enough for that because this was your idea. That will forever be a thing that means a lot to me. I mean, honestly, like it's, it's like legitimately changed my life. Uh, but Splinter... I don't know that. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I cued that. Oh, up sorry. I I was I was wrong earlier. It's it wasn't gummy bears. It's Ducktales. <laughs> it's Ducktales that goes with that. No. Oh my I, god! Splinter, it does. Bring up bring up a theme song for Ducktales. Stand by. Because it's the same Stand fucking by. song. <laughs> Stand by. And I'm I'm embarrassed that I got my music cue wrong, <laughs> but I'm glad that I could rectify it. Oh man. It's very so close. If oh, you, shit. If you transpose like this. Here in duck bird. If you transpose yeah. those two to the same key, it's the exact same song. Oh, by the way, stay tuned for a Ben Quam, Brett Splinter, DJ oh, that's Extravaganza oh, uh, that's next right. Monday. Oh. No, we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> that said, uh, Brett, I think the thing that I love the most about you Oof. is that you were the person that people were so blown away that I wasn't friends with (laughs) previous to us hanging out. And honestly, I will admit that a little bit of that was like, all right, well then I guess I'm just going to keep fucking holding on. Cause it had been years of people looking at me and being like, how are you and Splinter not friends? Oh really? And I like, I mean, it makes sense. I, it does. And I like the fact that we overlapped enough in the same industries and I like that we didn't know each other until it was completely organic for us. For sure. It wasn't somebody like forcing us together, but my favorite moment of you 
was at the Falling Knife Brewing anniversary, where like we got an hour straight, just completely unabashed hanging out. 365 days of incidents. Yep. Let's, yeah. let's extol the bar. Sorry, All right, Charles. Uh, apologies <laughs> to anyway, the, the best party ever. Right, God damn it. <laughs> Man. That was one of those moments where I'm so fortunate and I'm so lucky to have like all of these humans that are in my life, even if it's like on a tertiary level, uh-huh. just these like amazing yeah. humans. And then every now and then like orbits shift and like I get to know you because Charles is friends with you. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's my fucking dude though. Like that's it. I love, I love that aspect of when everybody tells me that I'm supposed to be friends with somebody, it, it almost pushes me to be like, yeah, well, pff, maybe that's a reason why I'm fucking not like yeah. whatever. And I'll get all indignant about it. And then the minute that I met you, I'm like, yeah, this is really stupid. Why the fuck have we not been friends? Well, I think it's, it's, it's also like, kind of like, I think we're, all big personalities, right? Fact. Like it, we're all big personalities, and that's why, like, I don't. I, I I like coming on the show. This is this is this is fun because, like, let's be real. None of this is so. A couple people, like, oh, do you know the questions they're going to ask or whatever? Like, no, no. But I also, I never want to be the guy to like. Ah, come back to me on that. I want to think about it. Yeah, sure. You know, and I think like, no, I just think like, you know, to. Yeah. To quote the old, uh, look at us. Who'd have thought? Not me. Look at us now. Yeah, not me. That's who. <laughs> but yeah, no, this this is rad, and I, I appreciate that. And it's all, it's all incredibly flattering stuff. It's all incredibly flattering stuff, but it's also all very simple stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like when Charles is like, yeah, do you want to go to New York? I do. I will go with you, my friend. Let's go. You know? Yeah. You know, you know, Quam, we're not, we're not as close as like Charles and I, right. but, like, but if you're like, ah, you know what? Here's the deal. I'm thinking about going to Miami in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think you should come. Okay. I'd say the same thing back. Yeah, let's go. Like, I, I think those, those are the types of things, like the overarching thing that we've all been talking about is like, stop saying why you can't. Mm-hmm. Start supporting your friends. Totally. Start doing cool shit and start yeah. going on that trip with them. Yeah. Opening your own business. Do, do cool shit. And that's what's great about and this guess, little show. And you guess guys, your you, friends up. And guess yeah. your friends up. Mm-hmm. What's great about this show is that, like, you guys gas up a lot of fucking rad people. Um, it's 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 a, it's it's a thing, and it's growing, and it's cool. And at the same time, like, we're also like, it's so great to be gassed up by these amazing humans that come on the show. Yeah. Like, it's it's wonderful. Without the show, I don't know how long it would have taken for sure. you and I, Brett, to get to know each other. So honestly, like I just say the same thing for Charles. Like we were friends, and we will be friends. We would have been friends otherwise. But like, how many cool stories did you guys right. unveil because of like this, like this, and and not sure. demeaning it, but like this dumb like little podcast well, and, that was me and Josh. And how many yeah. times? How many okay. times after the show have we texted each other about other shit that we would have thought about saying? Yeah, of course. You know, where it's yeah. like. Like maybe I'm not ready to say that out loud, or maybe I don't want that on record, or yeah. whatever it is. Like there, there are so many aspects to our our lives that, yeah, there there are some stories that come up time and time again because they're funny and whatever. But at the same time, like how many really like hard life lessons have we talked about on the show, and how many more are there that you know maybe we're not ready to talk about yet? I love I love that we get both sides of it on this show. 
Yeah, I, I listened to your the last episode with Max. Um, what was kind of cool, he had like a men's health moment. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when I was doing the private sector podcast, which we're going to bring back and we're going to have you guys on it. We're, yeah. we're just, we're, we're bad at it. We're not as disciplined as you guys are and we're, we will bring it back. But what was cool yeah. is um, kind of to the whole thing about being flattered by like cool people. Like um, one of my idols in the service industry is uh, Tim Nyberg. Of course. Right? Sure. And he was on your show. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Tim Niver is, is absolutely like, he's, he's an idol for me in front of house and service hospitality. Yeah. And we had him on the show, and he was cool enough just to be like, hey, man, men, men's health moment. Like, how are we all doing? And I think that was pretty rad yeah. that, like, you know, Max did that. He did the whole, like, you know, I love you guys or whatever. I'm not going to go there. That was a bit much. Um, and Max is not somebody I actually enjoy being around. Right. Ever, also, so. I would not say that. He's the him. worst. No, but I will, I will say this. But, like, I thought that was really rad that, you know, like, like Max did, like, oh, I love you guys or whatever. But, like, cool men's health moment. Yeah. Right? That was cool. Sure. And Niver, Niver brought that up on She's like, hey, how's everyone doing? How are we doing? And we should all be better at that. We should. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I guess, you know, at the at the end of it is it's like something like this is a dumb thing that, like, can bring a lot of people together mm-hmm. and we let other people listen to it and gives us sure. some cool insight. This assassin tastes pretty good, by the way. Yeah. I... A little I love, soy? You say I, a little soy sauce? Yeah, I did. I love I love that it's like equal parts savory and sweet. So here's the thing about that. Um, Mike Sabo, who's the head brewer there, would be really mad at me because this sat in my freezer for, you know, 30 hours. Yeah. So, uh, we could talk about that. Uh, you guys should have Mike Sabo on your show. Uh, again, the invite is open. Yeah. Would love to have you. I on. mentioned Mike on the last episode because yep. I'm yeah. actively suing him for stealing my identity. Yeah. So yeah. long running, you know. Um, keep delaying the proceedings. I'm just gonna say this that he's one of my my very good friends. And um I mean that in in, in a way, not like a dick swing where like, oh the toppling of that but like he is just one of the sweetest yeah. humans I know. And I would love to have him bring some accurate representations of his barely stouts <laughs> on your show. <laughs> for the um, lack of, of diversity yeah. and ninja quality. Do we burn through all the questions already? I mean, we're we're at we're the working. end of it. We're that's still in it. We're still working on it. No, I think I that's gone. good. I haven't gone. Oh, you you haven't gone? Because I have some questions for you guys. Then at the end of the show, I, uh, I I will do a double hitter. Guam, even though we weren't necessarily spending a lot of time together that evening, the Billy McCarthy, dude, uh, you know, private concert at PNA Hall, which was yeah. our former. Like semi permanent recording Correct. studio before the classic confines. What a of fucking Club Care, awesome right? experience! Yeah. What a really cool, wild, unusual, fleeting experience that was, and I was soaking it all in. Just the fact that Bill McCarthy flew in to Minneapolis and performed for what thirty of us? Yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm, and that was I'm, just. I'm still like, that's one where I have a tough time even acknowledging that that happened. Because that was such a weird moment that was so cool. for for me. And then the fact that on top of it, that we actually got to do a thing. That we got to literally fund an entire, like a commercial kitchen for people experiencing homelessness and uh, who needed drop-in mental health. The fact that, the fact that I got to tie in bringing in a musician that means more to me than just about any other musician on earth. And then we got to benefit that. And that you got to be there, like 
And then all, yeah. I feel like it was... That all the people that were there got to experience. And I love that, but like for where you and I ended up, honestly, Charles, it meant more to me that you were there for that because like I feel the same way about that Mm -hmm. Big Rack show that I took you to because I had an extra ticket. Yeah, another qualifier. That was, you know, a good time and a good like... Bro, bro, right, bro, relationship building experience. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it was like I got to, I got to jump you in on two things that meant more to me than anything else, and it wouldn't have made sense if I just played you the music. Like you, you would have gotten it. You would have been like, oh yeah, these songs are fine. Yeah, but no, I would not have. I don't think I would be as enamored by him just from having heard his music. Mm-hmm individually of that experience because let's let's refer back to this same episode when you talk about the scratched wood and the floorboards that have markings of people's feet upon them he came into this old theater (laughs) and sat upon that stage with questionable acoustics for high quality musical performance not really have you know he didn't have his roadies come out and he just sat up there and played and there was something really intimate about that. Yeah. That is a stopgap between bonfire dude with a guitar and concert venue that felt like so holistic and so personal. And it was just, that's a, I mean, honestly, and I've been to hundreds, if not a thousand concerts. You've been to a thousand concerts. Well, I used to I, go to a concert six days a week through my I, teen I, years. For, I also have, so I think yeah, 100% he has. A thousand? Yeah. yeah I, well, I used, to go to, I used to go to local concerts when I was, in all my teen years, I go to concerts four to six days a week. Just on nationally touring bands, I actually made a list, and I've seen 384 nationally touring shows, not counting live shows. And that's just separate bands. So then you add in all the multiple. I've slowed down a lot. I don't like going to concerts quite as much as I used to. But I would put that in the, uh, I put that in my top 25, if not higher concerts that I've been to just because it was such a unique and kind of fleeting experience. Something like that is just so unusual to experience that. It's it's funny because that was so intimate to me that I didn't want to talk about it because. I was like, I think that meant more to me than anybody else in that room. But well, honestly, again, like Charles, it's it's amazing that that, that was a thing. Like I, yeah, that w- <sighs> we didn't like yep. we didn't interact nope. a great nope. deal that night. But that's not nope. the point. We experienced nope. that together. Yeah, and then I'll say with with uh, Splinter, uh, we were talking about the zombie apocalypse. We experienced the zombie apocalypse. Go on, Splinter. Do you remember when we experienced the zombie apocalypse? Lawrence, Kansas, baby. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> ah, here we go. That drive? Okay. Deep. So, oh. I will say the, the, the trip. So, this, this oh Splinter God. and I took a trip to Lawrence, oh, Kansas. This is like, dude. I don't know, seven years ago now. Oh, my God. Lawrence, firstly, I'll say we... What a blast. We've had a lot to drink together, but I will venture to say the most that Splinter and I have ever drank together... It was the first evening we were in Lawrence, Kansas. We stopped at El Bait. We drank some beers. They had leftovers. You have to do. They had the vestiges of the, like their barrel week that they were doing. Oh my god! And we dude. went to Lawrence and we went to Lawrence Brewing Company. Shout out! Shout out to the homies down there, Matt awesome. 
fucking oh, people. Oh, God. What a cool town, too. Holy shit. They opened up the doors for us. Jayhawk oh, God. City, right? So we get there, and then we're drinking beers, and then we went to this really dope cocktail bar that's two doors down. And bon they bon. were making these, what's it called? Bon Bon. Bon Bon, bon, bon yes. And they were making these Star Wars themed cocktails. Oh, and my we crushed God. Like, we crushed like five each. A bit of Bon go, Bon. Have go, you really? Dude, it's oh, so dude. Cool. And then we go back to the brewery and we drink more beer. And then Matt gave us a bottle to take up to the room. No, the, like, the best, yeah, the, the best was. Real with coffee. Came, came up to the room. <laughs> hey, guys, sorry to bother you. Oh, that was when we were, yeah. Yes. So the brewer, yep. dude, okay. Uh, People there are so <laughs> kind and friendly. <laughs> Head brewer who lives nowhere near the brewery, by the way, had had burgers with us that yep, night. Yep. He had a newborn. Yep. He left. Yep. And oh, like we all fuck. dispersed. And then like two hours later, someone knocked on our door of the Airbnb we stayed above the brewery, which by the way, they let us stay in for free. Beautiful. Like, such brilliant, beautiful people. And then we hear a rap on the door and we're hey like, guys. What the fuck is this? And it was the head brewer. And he heard me say while we were having dinner. <laughs> That yep. One of my favorite hot sauces was this hot sauce that's made in Chicago that has, um, it has, um, oh my God, uh, sesame paste in it. And he happened to have some. Things, what a dickhead. I can't think of the name. And he right. went home and got you a he bottle. He went home and got his bottle. He came back, Come he on. rapped on the door. He Holy said, shit. With he said, bottles of the coffee barrel aged stout that they had. Yeah, and there. he's like, hey, you know, I, 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 you mentioned how much you love oh, this. Oh, God, this is such and a good memory. <laughs> and, like, the second we closed the door, we looked at each other and we're like, what a fucking asshole. What a tryhard. Jesus, Bob guy, we get it. Hard, yeah. right? But, like, ironically, because yeah. what the fuck? How kind of Who you to do that? that? That's yeah, amazing. And then, tahini, okay? But tahini. but the be- the best thing was, is that, and you were like, you're like, Splinter, you were so hammered. You were laying here going, uh. Because I slept on like <laughs> I slept on the couch and he was in the room and we drank so much worse that I could hear him and then we were going. Uh. <laughs> we got up. <laughs> yeah. We get up the next day though. It looked like we had a party. Yeah. By the way. Oh just god. The two of you. Yeah. On the sink was like nineteen open containers. Well, just oh. time to drive home, and that was the hairiest drive, dude. Probably still to date. That was crazy. They closed the freeways. They closed all the freeways. We had to do all these winding paths. I had my Raptor, thank God. Yes, and we were on a stretch of freeway that was, it it can be explained in no better way than it seemed like uh, Ice Age Apocalypse. Sure. Because there were cars in every ditch, everywhere. Just With people in them. Yeah, Yeah, like cars ditched and no one driving. Empty road, wind wisping snow all across this icy road. It literally looked like the apocalypse. And we were driving down this fucking side road because the main artery uh, 35 was closed. They closed it. And I'm like, well, let's keep driving. If I recall, I had to get back to do like the Barrel Theory like staff party or some shit. Yeah, we went to Barrel Theory. yep, Yep. And I'm driving back. And we're on these side roads, and I just remember you being like, that snow mountain is a car. Yeah. And we yeah. rolled up. We had to go around cars that were covered in snow. Oh, dude, that's to their, in the to road. Their roof. And it's a good thing I had that, that truck. Yeah. We're, just, we're literally just in yeah. Bahamo, just like ripping. And, and Charles and I were just like, that's uh, also, that's a good memory too, because that's the first time I ever heard you say gas station charcuterie. <laughs> yeah. There it is. The but he's like, time, I'm like, and I'm like, let's stop at this quick trip and get some snacks or whatever. And he's like, yeah, gas station car- charcuterie. And I'm like, well, I was just going to get like some meat and cheese. I'm like, 
Oh shit! Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, <laughs> good call, dude. That was fun as hell. I talk dude. about that a lot. I'm like, that's the sketchiest I've ever driven in. Oh, that's rad. And hood, I can't wait to go back to Lawrence. Legit hood deep, such, hood deep awesome snow. Time. No joke. Yeah. Like, and when we left, it was like spring. Yeah. We, there it yeah, was like spring, and yeah. then we left, and it was like man, big shout out Lawrence Beer Company, the, the homie Matt down there. That was absolutely. Awesome. I, I so feel like that's cool. super similar to uh, <laughs> Joe Falkowski, who yeah. is a legend in the Twin Cities beer community. Uh, worked for Capital Forever and then Liftbridge Forever. Uh, More Lebanese people, yeah. What's up? Just my guy. Uh, we went Farkowski. down to <laughs> have Lebanese. He's have. We went down to uh, other guy. Kids City for a bad religion uh, uh, against me show. That sounds like something he would do. And yeah, we rented right. we rented a condo, and the only fight we got in the entire time was what <laughs> temperature the AC should be set at. Like it was the most it was the most responsible punk like dad shit ever. Yeah. About like literally, we we're getting old. I was saying sixty eight, <laughs> and he was saying seventy one, and we were going back and forth on it. Turned, hey, turn down the bad religion. I gotta yell at you about <laughs> right. <some> shit. <laughs> but while while we're on the bus with uh, the Against Me crew, uh, the guitar player Jimmy, who is one of the nicest, most amazing humans I've future ever. Future guest met. of the podcast. Yeah, future guest of the podcast, uh, Jimmy from Against Me, is like, hey, uh, uh, you guys are like beer guys, right? And we're like, yeah. They're like, dude. Uh, we just played this thing at Goose Island, and uh, I, we can't deal with this shit. Like, do you guys just want this? And it was the unreleased <laughs> Bourbon County Stout. Yeah. They're like, cool. So they just gave us uh, literally a growler of it. And then we talked our way. A growler. Literally, they gave us a growler. <laughs> Wait, and what then, year is this? So this would have Set been the scene. 2016, 2017, okay. when it was still like the hottest shit, right? <laughs> the ducktails were in and uh so we, we we kept having to convince the bar owners goose tails that it was okay that we were walking in with the 750 of beer <laughs> and we'd be like Look, wait was it a growler it was, they gave us a growler okay a not full, a 750 no, but like a, a growler. Oh, yeah you're right no i'm sorry it was a full it was a full count it was the <laughs> yeah. full growler so 64 ounces 64 ounces of, of unreleased bourbon county and people, for the most part, were super cool. And so we just kept pouring them, like, little samples. Yeah. So we had over half of it left. And then on the way out of town, we stopped by Boulevard. And I, I will straight up say that the tour at Boulevard was one of the greatest things. Shout out, Stefan. That I have Powell's, ever been a part my of. My homie, Stefan Powell's. He's the brewmaster at Dude, Boulevard. Dude, that tour was so... It was wonderful. It was incredibly educational. If you're ever cruising through Kansas City, please hit that fucking tour because it was great. And as we were there, we found out that Todd was no longer with Surly. Oh. And everyone just turned and looked at Joe and I because we were the two people from Minnesota. And we were like, well, we have no idea what's going on, but we'll try and figure it out. As we got to the tap room, Everybody on a tour left, but everybody from the brewery was like, you guys know what's up in Minnesota, what's going on. And then we pulled the growler up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were, we, uh, we were definitely four hours later getting home than we thought we would be because uh, when Todd's you... not surly anymore? When you... Yeah, it turns out. <laughs> uh, it turns out when you, uh, when you bust out an unreleased growler of uh, Bourbon County Stout, the whole world stops, and uh, 
everybody gives you a whole lot of really delicious things. So it took us a little while to make sure that we could actually continue our drive home. But again, understandable. All it takes is just sharing a little bit. Yeah, baby. We got through all the questions. We did. did. So what are your questions? Is it, well, hold on. Is it, is it sub three hours? We are. Are we? Yeah, oh. cool. Um, so I do. I have a couple do, questions. Do, um, uh, like you're thinking about it. What no, do you got? Hold on. Well, hold on. Let me get my say yes. Get my drink. Get get my drinks in order here. I'm gonna say open yes. another plift. Ooh, hit that shit. These are great. Tart lime. Mm-hmm. Banging. I haven't tried the ginger one yet. Oof, that which ginger is one is banging. Really? It, well, you've already had a little bit of the tart lime. So, so open like, the ginger. Yeah, I feel like the ginger would be more fun because again, it is fresh ginger. It is <sighs> still agave. And cane sugar as sweeteners. What's the difference between cane sugar and regular sugar? Well, regular sugar doesn't have to be uh, discerned as to where it's from. So it could be from beets. It could be from anything. Cane sugar has to come from sugar cane. Oh, there's no cocaine in it? Okay. I mean, there is when I make it. So I have questions because you guys are always, um, you you have good questions on your show. You do. And I like that. I feel like there's a but coming. Nope, no but. Ooh. The only thing is, is I think that nobody on your show ever truly engages you guys on the show. Okay. So I had a couple questions for you guys. And I thought about this. I was writing this, like, down in my little notes on my... Mm. Yes. <laughs> Bring it. And I have two questions. And they're... Follow. You guys can, like, pow, pow, fire them, however. Um, my first question is, is why did you start this podcast? And hold on. And then the, the asterisk under that is, do you think you're adhering to the ethos of why you started? This is, this, you know, it has what? to be a Charles. I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer. Is this. it fair? Also, like, and also, these aren't really hard hitting questions. No, these but, come from a place of me being jealous of your podcast because I think you guys are doing an amazing fucking job with it. And so, like, I just want to, like, are you guys are you firing on the cylinders you wanted to? You know what's great about you asking this is that you're in the room. Fact. Oh, <laughs> because I I came up with the idea for this podcast, flying to San Diego to meet you and your lovely wife Carrie, my wife in San Diego. <laughs> I was I was en route to meet you guys, yeah. and it like struck me to uh, have this concept for for a podcast. Cool, this concept of you know. Six topics, six shots. It came to me on my flight to San Diego, meeting you and Carrie. Cool. Oh, wow. It's and also evolved a lot from that, though. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, that's like you used a, to have an alarm. Yeah. That's, that's a tent pole, right? Like well, and that, that's kind of why I ask is because, like, sure. it, it's it's evolved. And the mm. thing is, is, like, you know, I, I, I was doing a podcast, and we were bad at it, and we were, but, like, you guys evolved yours, and it's cool. So that's why I asked. Is it is it doing? So that's where it came from. But like, is it doing what you guys wanted to do? Are you happy with it? Yeah, because like, is it, it cool? turned from. So it it. I'll say that it. Sort of naturally progressed from, that original, tent pole of, six topics, six shots. If you want to call it this, you can like a hot ones of booze. It, right. it turned it turned from that to what it became because of the pandemic, because what it ended up becoming is a Seinfeldian podcast where people are walking in on a barroom conversation 
And while that's still true that there's six topics and we drink for each one and we drink in between and all of that, it turned into like casually stumbling into a conversation between friends, new or old, that are having a conversation. And I know that sounds mundane, but I think that the element of it that Seinfeldian is that it kind of... I think it take it took on a life of its own because of the way that we the way we engage with our guests and the way we engage with each other. So what it is if you explain it to somebody, what it is today if you explain it to somebody it would not be something that anybody would subscribe to because that's like so many podcasts. But when it first occurred totally. to me, it was oh shit, we'll do a shot, we'll talk about a thing and then we'll do a shot and we'll talk about a I thing. I think that's what where where we failed with ours. How, we how need is to, that? Well, I think where we need to reinvent it was it's like you come on the show and you bring a drink and, and you drink sure. it until you get drunk. and then. The, but I think what you guys did was evolve yours away from that. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's like disco naps, right? You need a hook. Like any client I work with, I'm like, we need something that, you know, and not just disco naps, but like. You could say, if someone says, why should I come to Nova and not go to a different bar? You sure. can say, like, Disco Nap's real fucking cool or, but like, that's, Highlight but, Fun But that's the thing, like, with an episode with me, like, I'd like to come on and be like, let's bring the libations back. And, like, yeah, we'll, we'll drink the whole... But, like, that's <laughs> yeah. that's not always viable. What? It, I, I, I don't know if... I mean, not everybody's perfect. Charles, this is still... This was your idea that you brought me in on. So. I was standing outside of Hidden Fish texting him when we were <laughs> waiting to get in for our sushi dinner, which well, was... Banging by the Remember way. it well, the implicitly. That, like yeah. for me, the thing that I love the you most. Just open up, do a podcast. If if we look at like if you go back and listen to like the first <laughs> six or seven episodes, what we did was we flipped it. It used to be like when we first started it. I think I think we thought like sort of the parameters were like what the show was going to be. You know, like yeah, we had ten minutes to talk about shit, and like boom, and then an alarm would go off. And what we realized really quickly was that people just wanted to be able to tell their story. And to me, the minute that we embraced that is where I fell in love with this show. Like, I was having fun right off the bat, period. But where I really, truly fell in love with this was the minute that you were like, I feel like we shouldn't do the timer anymore. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much because... But I think it's... I think it could be viable if someone did it that way. Yeah. I think that it just worked with us. It, it, it wasn't, it that felt. wasn't who you and I were ever going to be. I think there is a way of having like a 10 minute timer on everything is just how you go into it. But there's no, like every discussion that you and I have, Charles, just the two of us, when we're hanging out in your backyard, you can't constrain that with time and Brett, I'll straight up say, I, I hope that no conversation I have with you is ever like chunked out by time. I, I think that's part of it. And I really love the fact that we got rid of that aspect of it. We're, we're still communally drinking and we're still ostensibly doing it for yep. each question, but we're drinking the whole time and we're just talking. And that's to, to me, that's what the essence of this is, and that's the thing that I'm the most proud of, I guess. If I had to, like, break it all mm. down. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. thing that I love the most, is that we're actually giving conversations room to breathe as opposed to trying to, like, simmer it down to a soundbite, simmer it down to a small chunk of time. 
I would rather have, like, even the most ostensibly, like, ethereal versions of a question. I would rather have everybody time to talk about that. Because we don't give each other time to have a full thought. It has to be a line or it's done. So cool. If we're the ones that allow that thought to marinate and, and come out, I'm, I'm happier about that. I would, I would rather do that. And also, let's be real. Sometimes, you know, if, if you want to talk about the very concept on a production basis of having a timer, some of us talk about stuff at length and some of us talk about stuff with brevity. Guilty. I mean, there are times where we have a topic where, like, the guest talks for 19 minutes <laughs> And then I talk for one minute, mm -hmm. like when uh, Chef Peter Campbell was on a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago, and we were talking about where we would gleep ourselves to if we could have a dinner after the pod, and you both had these re like really beautiful, thoughtful answers that were impactful and took time to explain. And then I said, let's go to Pizza Hut, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like, it's hard to like compact three people's answers into you. But oddly enough, you know what I've gotten the most responses of is book club from Pizza Hut. Yeah. It's, I've had so many right. people text me about that. It's called that. Book It, first of all. Book It. Yes. Dude, I did. Sorry. I'm I actually sorry. looked it up the same night and I was Apologies. like, oh, that was called. It's fucking it's called Book, book it. To the scholastic book team. So of, first of all, it's called Book It. Magazines. And it's a button and it's something you have to earn. So yeah. that's cool. Wait, so did the button get you the pizza? I don't remember what got no, you the pizza. No, you got stickers on the button. Yep. And Honestly, that's how you no, got the pizza, or right. you gave them something, and then they gave you the sticker. <sighs> I think they gave you the sticker afterwards. I'm I'm agreeing with you. There's no way that you had to collect stickers. No, I think you, no, you, I think that you, actually you was an to, element. You had to put stickers on your button in order to get a personal pan pizza. So before I could put a sticker on your button, yeah. But <laughs> oh I my feel like God. you had another. Oh my! I, I did. I had I had one more question. Ready? Bad you guys. Man. Um, oh, okay. I listen to the show, long time listener, first time caller, third Second. time caller. Yeah, you third guys third. have what? amazing what? answers to all the food and beverage uh, things in the world. Almost ad nauseum sometimes. Almost like we know the answers. It, yeah, because here's the thing: is it's like <laughs> you guys have done incredible stuff, gone amazing places, mm -hmm. ate and drank amazing things. So I'm going to ask one more question. We're going to we're gonna wrap this up. But you get, get a it. very, very concise answer. Mm -hmm. You get shot out of a fucking cannon. You don't get to go like, well, is this was... Nope. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, so kind of on your zombie apocalypse type of tip, right? Mm -hmm. All right. It's not constrained by any type of, whether it's booze, beer, whatever, blah, blah. This is not a beverage okay. that is going to make you live. Like, you're fine. You have water. You have all that. All right, right? Yeah. You get a leisure beverage. It's the only leisure beverage, alcoholic or not. So that includes, like, let me, before you guys start, like, so, like, caffeinated, fermented, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You have a one leisure beverage mm. for the rest of your days. Okay. Cost not an issue, volume not an issue, whatever. So, like, if you want to pick some weirdo fucking champagne that's only available, whatever, some weirdo lambic or whatever, mm. but you have sustenance. This is your leisure beverage. Yeah. Shot out of a cannon. Unlimited quantities, rest your life. 
Only one you get. Do you get the same effect of that yes. beverage every time? Yes. Okay. So, for example, good, good, good qualifier. It's a THC beverage, uh, and it's only a few milligrams. You get as high as the first time. It's only X amount of alcohol. You get as drunk as the first time. All the effects are the same as the best time you've experienced it, if that makes sense. Charles, do you have an idea? you want me to go first? Yeah, like we're talking about like a desert iron. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of yeah. like that, but like, the, you know, once again, no sustenance, like you're fine, you're healthy, you have all the other things. Mm-hmm. This is your leisure beverage. And I thought that was a fitting libations. For sure, yeah. Legit. I mean, we've... We've discussed this. I'm in, curious because I respect your guys' opinions a ton. We always yep. say you can answer a different question mm-hmm. on any given day in a different way. Yep. I'll just say, well, can I refrigerate it? Can it be cold? What's that? Can it be cold? Can uh, I refrigerate yeah, it? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. It can be cold. Yep. It, it, okay, let me put that qualifier. It's served in the best way Optimal that you want it. Setting. In the yes. way that you would want it to be served. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yep. You know, I always say my desert island beverage is like... Oxidized champagne, like really, like a really great champagne. Okay. Oxidized, like good, funky, dark, dark fruit characteristics. Uh, but I don't know if I would like pick a singular one. I would probably just say, I'd say, dude, I'd say Tom's, Falling Knife Tom's. Wow. Okay. I'd cool. Tom's. I would drink Tom's for the rest of my days. Just, Two of my three uh, beers at the Super Bowl were Tom's. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, just drink fucking Tom's. Tom's yep. is mm-hmm. from Falling Knife Brewing. And you have a, and you have a, it, it, yeah, it's always cold. It's on draft or whatever yeah. your favorite format is. Sure. Okay, cool. I love that. Yeah, I'll just drink Good. Tom's. Ben. I'm the worst because I'm, I'm picking the product that I'm currently creating. But 100%, uh, having the ginger version of Plift, like literally crisp ginger, it's perfect for me. It has enough spice in the ginger for me to feel like like oh there's a little like harshness to the cocktail like a little bit of liquor burn if you will and then on top of it it's four milligrams of delta nine i'm very happy with that it has changed like but then you could never have alcohol again well that's the thing the delta nine thing has changed my consumption of alcohol and i feel better in the morning if i don't consume alcohol as somebody who loves consuming alcohol, there are times where I really love when I I, I don't have anything. If we're sitting around that bonfire, yep, talking about yeah. what we wished we had. I mean, literally, like I I have <laughs> I have I could just as easily leader say of my life, By the way, like, I could rock. I could rock if the zombie apocalypse happened tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It would be a year plus at least before I had to worry about whether or not I could get high. And you could grow weed though, but you can't grow alcohol. Felt fair, 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 fair. Mm. I will just say that that one for me, I will be happier because at the end of the day, the thing that I want to do the most is sleep. And what I don't do most of the time is sleep. Huh. And the fact that I am now able to create a super thing good at it that helps me sleep. Really, honestly, that's that's the thing that I love the most. Period. Everything else on top of it, it tastes great. I love what, like the way that I feel when I'm awake. But what I love the most is that I sleep well, and that's the thing that I don't think I would be able to do in a zombie apocalypse. Like maybe yeah. right behind, Fair. 
Fair. My ability to get rid of ass chafing would be, I hope I can sleep right after that. But I'll tell Hold you straight up, if it comes down up. to sleep or Remember ass chafing, I will solve ass chafing first. Period. All right, Splinter, what is Miller High Life? <laughs> Yeah. No way. No question. Zero Champ question. Champ of B. No question. Uh, not far off. Because like I said, if it was like. Oh, no no yeah, question. I'm, dude, High Life, uh, Coors Banquet. Like, I was, Unsolicited, I was well. unpromoted right here, guys. Miller High Life. Just fuck me up. Just like ice cold, long neck bottles. Yep. Unlimited we're supply. The, yeah, and we're, we're on that bonfire. Yep. That's what we want, yep. right? Man, just And like, also, I'll say, yeah, like the bottle, like the cold yep. bottle. Yep. yep. I'm with you on my that. life. Or the, you know, grenades of, of yeah. Bruce Banquet. Cold I bottle. also love that if this shit actually went down, we could pivot enough that we would be the ones to have a pretty good that. little camp. And yeah. nobody, nobody is going to be looking for that. No. Nobody's going for the, the, the gold bond of gold or the high life. At, and at we would Costco. have the coolest yep. camp ever. Yeah. Damn right. Like, literally, everybody just sitting, like, crotches all set, <laughs> sipping fucking bottles of high life. Maybe make it some smashy burgers. Yeah, we're just we can sitting, we're out the sitting on all kinds of squirrel smash burgers. Okay, if we're all at the same camp, you got high life, he's got Pliff Ginger, yep. I'm going to have crew Grand Cuvée. I mean, <laughs> let's go. Again, let's fucking go. You know what we you can do? You guys, just making you foo over Dude, there. Like, add yeah. more. We can, we can pull. My we consensual can, chef. We can head to the coast and we can just pull oysters. Oh, we just pour that, yeah. pour that champagne right yes. on top of those oysters. Killer. Splinter, this was the fucking best. This I was fun. So much. I enjoyed it. You are wonderful. All right. So when people want to come yeah. to the Twin Cities yes. and come find you. Yeah. What's like? What's the best route? I mean, do you want to throw out the Airbnb? Uh, we do have an Airbnb across the street. I think the best way to get a hold of anyone would be my personal cell phone number, which is 651-216-2655. Hotness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to edit that out, right? No, I'm just kidding. No, that, that, no that's my number. Uh, but I would say the best way would be at Novabar Hudson, um, which would be rad. Otherwise, at BK Splinter on Instagram. I push all of our stuff to Facebook. I'm not a Facebook kind of guy. But, uh, Is yeah. anyone a Facebook kind of guy at this thing? Yeah. No, check out Nova Bar Hudson. Uh, Love it. That's the at sign, and I, I appreciate yes. you guys for helping me promote that. And um, We've got some more cool shit coming down the pipe. Great barbecue um, happening on the weekends right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the end of the cast. I will flat out say that we have a, I can now move it from a pop-up to a residency of uh, Boom and Barbecue. Amazing. The homie Dylan is there. Um, Boom and Barbecue has been absolutely killing it out oh, there, yeah. and he just keeps doing rad shit. Come out for Smoke Burger Saturday. Oof, we let's go. All, yeah, we do all kinds of cool shit out there, so... Charles, what you want to push awesome. out? Nothing. We've, we've Boo. Done it. We've done it. Come on, man. I always try and give it, a, like, nothing. No, I never have anything. Yeah. Uh, so, but hold up. Let me let me hear about your DJ. So oh, that's shit. where we were headed. So, Let's get it. Uh, Brett Splinter <laughs> DJ <and> I, Khaled. <laughs> another one. Another uh, Brett Splinter and I are going to be throwing down a yes. all vinyl hip hop set at Folly <laughs> Knife on Shit. February 20th. So if you're listening, 2023, <laughs> by the way, yeah, February 20th, to this. 2023. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the week that comes out, we are hitting that. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to play a lot of records. 
Uh, we're going to pour out a lot of really great beers. Yes. I'll have all of the plift THC sodas going on. My Desert Island beer will be there. Correct. All of uh, all of Charles's amazing uh, content for the artwork for all those beers will it's be there. It's illegal, but I'm bringing disco naps. Let's go. Let's fucking, let's fucking go. Street we're going to have a good time. <laughs> so if you have a chance to come by, uh, yeah. I think it's 7 to 10 at uh, Falling Knife. Let's go. We'll be throwing down on February 20th. Do you want to be DJ Jazzy, DJ Jazzy Jeff or the Fresh Prince? <laughs> that guy's story. Do you want to be it. DJ Jazzy yeah. Jeff or the Fresh Prince? Which one are you? Uh, it's, I a, will, it's a recurring. Hold on. I just want to really quickly state yes. that it's a recurring Monday feature. Yeah, the Spins. It's called the Spins. There's guest DJ every weekend. Or sorry, every Monday. That just plays the records that they would like to play. Just plays the records. And uh, just play. So we're going to have fun with that. Uh, and then the following Monday, uh, we will be at uh, Tilt, the pinball bar in Uptown. Wait, you're both going to be at Tilt? Uh, I will be at Tilt. I was going to say, is this a touring act? No. With, uh, what is this? Well, we'll with, see how it goes at the spins. Yeah, I mean, dude, <laughs> Splinter, if you're down to come down, I'm down. He's going to be staring at you from It'll across the room. It'll be me, uh, DJ Dudley D, and DJ Espada. We're going to throw down there. Ideas on like pictures of us doing the Rum and Jewels. Yeah, shit. we're just going to keep yes. crushing, uh, crushing beers and crushing THC drinks. Either way, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.